legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Forever. Warning, the following podcast may contain all-knowing drifter dogs, Popeye-themed toilets, and a particular host trying to keep his cool around the man who makes his Ninja Turtles. Trevor Zammett from NECA Toys talks all things turtle and growing up at Canada's Wonderland on Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, a theme park podcast hosted by three men who would have had a better time at their high school prom if they were dressed and styled by a group of adorable woodland creatures. My name is Mike Carlson. Joining me as always, Scott Gardner. Yeah, well, I mean, we're in what I think if woodland creatures are doing anything to help you, it's it's better. I think that's a plus up for any of like You mean like if you're cleaning out your car? If there's a bird that comes by and like picks up some trash with its beak, yeah, absolutely. It's Bring a little magic into the process. I don't want to put animals to work doing anything gross, but if they could just be part of the basic bathroom process so as it's well, not, it's not like a full Flintstones where the animals are being put to work. They're sort of just helping because they're friends. Um, yeah, I think so. And to like add a little because they're, they're friends with me, right? <laughs> and us, so <laughs> the putting magic to our. So day. the bird would say something. It would look at the camera and say, "It's not a living. I'm just doing it for fun." Yeah, it's not a live. I'm not it's getting. It's not a living. I'm not getting paid for this. Therefore, it's not a living. Right. Jason Sheridan is also here too. Uh, yeah, I have to think the woodland creatures would have better taste than like whatever uh, suburban Philadelphia cumberbun you wore based, for prom. Uh, yeah, the tuxedo rental. It's a. Fa- it's like a fashion forward sparrow or something. Yeah. 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 He's get, he's getting you the shawl collar, the kind of rounded uh, lapels. You know, just just for a little. Uh, zhuzh it up, you know. Kind styling of, too. Yeah, huh? who's who? Where is there? A, can you give me an example of somebody who wears what you're talking about? Um, you see it on red carpets and stuff. It's just as opposed to like peaks, as opposed to pointed. Like, uh, oh, it's lapels. like a more of a rounded. It's, it's more kind of, of a like rounded. What, uh, it's sort of what Big Bird wears, but he only wears that like dicky part of it. Is that what you're talking yeah, about? I, yeah, I think that's right. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about because I've never worn a tuxedo in my life. I'm, really? I really? never have. I'm going to a wedding later this year where it will require me 
to wear one for the first time. So your terminology is going over. I'll, I'll hopefully be a tux expert by you know the time what? this wedding rolls around. You go to any Friar Tux location here in the San Fernando <laughs> Valley, and they'll take care of you. Okay, you know? okay. Tell them Jason sent you. Had a very nice experience <laughs> yeah. there a number of years ago. Have I said on the show there's a prominent like star of an indie movie from the 90s who works at like a suit store in, around here? <laughs> I don't um, want to say who it is, but I'll is say it, off mic. Is is it um, is it a, a clerk or a mall rat? No. Okay. I, I, you, that pause made me think that maybe I don't it, think was. it was. I, that I, I don't know. He's, he's not. I know I who's went in, right at the target. I know this cast. I shouldn't have thought that long, but I just wanted to make sure. I know clerks and mall rats cast. Not even a peripheral mall rat. I don't think so. But possibly a mall rat. I don't okay. think so. I would bet most money. Let's bring our guest on, see if he has any thoughts about tuxedos. Um, he is the brand manager of Nekatoy's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figure line. This is Trevor Zamet, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. Welcome hello. to the podcast. Hi, Trevor. Hi. How thanks for doing? having me. Of course. Yeah, thanks for doing it. Uh, tuxedos, just in general. We're gonna, yeah. We have so much to talk about, but for some reason, we're stuck in tuxedo line right now. <laughs> yeah. As well. How do you feel about formal I wear? <laughs> You know, they're great on, like, uh, penguins. You know, it was always cute when the Muppets would wear their tuxedos. Like they're well, of course. Putting in, you know, making an effort, you know, dressing yeah. up. Yeah. If they're on the Oscars stepping or out. something, that's always nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Step it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah so. I was saying Big Bird earlier, and I always, yeah, loved it when Big Bird, he would just have, like, that one little piece yeah. here. Looks great. It looks great. He's <laughs> naked except for the little piece, which yeah. I don't think Scott is going to do that look at the... <laughs> Yogi Bear just wears the collar with a tie, you know, like. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I can get away with it. Okay. A collar and a tie. It's a, it's a Sesame Street slash Hanna Barbera reference <laughs> as I'm getting pulled into the police car. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that'll, the police will understand, I think, eventually down at the station. You have if to have the a, cap, though. If I think a the fan. cap and the collar and the top oh, completes um, the outfit. Completes it. Yeah. 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 And otherwise, you'll just be nod. your run of the mill pervert. It'd look you know? weird without the. Yeah. Without the cap. Yeah. yeah. That justifies um, it totally. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we have so much to talk about. I want to set, Trevor, I want to set you up a little bit here okay. uh, of how we met, uh, how I learned about you. Uh, on this show, oftentimes I talk about this uh, hobby of mine, collecting. These two gentlemen are, I would say, casual like uh, uh, action figure guys, casual toy people. I have some. Yeah. But yes. But I'm, uh, no, it's not even, I don't think I'm. One uh, percent, what you are, right? With you your, know like, of toys, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I've bought and I've bought them <laughs> a, as them. an adult. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, uh, um, and and I have some neck up stuff. I've got, but, yeah, uh, I got thanks to Mike. I honestly, got you a couple of the Back to the yeah, Future yeah. Uh -huh. things. Oh, those are uh, great. Yeah, 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 which are yeah. great. Uh, Jason, Jason will collect what he likes. Jason has uh, a maggot toy from the X Men, one of his favorite oh, characters. Oh, Marvel oh, Legends. Yeah. He's sure. got some Marvel yeah. Legends. He just got Wimpy in the mail from uh, the company Boss Fights. Oh, that's a good one. So he's very yeah. excited about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, you have Popeye and Wimpy now? I have Popeye and Wimpy now. Okay. Yeah, so they can hang out. That's mm -hmm. how it starts, you know. <laughs> it's Wimpy's I, just, he's lonely and you need to, he needs friends. That is you know? true. That's, and that's that's how the Marvel, you know, I, I, uh, I don't have uh, the room for this, uh, ha this <laughs> yeah. problem. Uh, but I have a lot of tabs open on my computer. Uh, uh, Mike makes the room. You'll like. You'll have it whether you have the room or not. You will. You will carve some space out of wherever you're we living. We have a garage now, which is dangerous for a collector because a lot yeah. of stuff goes into to like little bins that yeah. I buy. So this is the plight of the the collector. So 
Anyway, a couple. So, you know, for many years at the company you work for, NECA, which I've talked about before, you would do one fun Ninja Turtles release a year, usually at Comic-Con. Right. And it'd be like, oh, this is fun. This is great to get a little retro Ninja Turtles thing, you know, once a year. That's a fun little treat. And it was about, uh, the first one was the, arc, or no, the first one was the original comics, I believe. That right? was a long, that was before that me. Was before. That was, that was okay. a long time ago. Yeah, those were awesome. That's what, um, that's what really started it. And right. then they went away for a little while. Right. And then when I started working there, there was an opportunity that popped up to do like the uh, arcade figures. Right. Um, which was, yeah. The, so they like have like kind of pixelated look to them. And that was great to get those. Uh, and then I think you did the movies, the movie figures, yeah. which I believe you sculpted. Is that correct? I, yeah. And you the did. arcade ones too. Oh, you did both of them. Okay. Because yeah, 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 you're an artist and a sculptor. and I, It's how it started was just yeah. like I was sculpting some of this stuff for fun and it sort of turned into like work stuff. Right. But yeah, so I, I had worked on the arcade stuff, the uh, the early movie stuff. Um, there was a bunch of us that were working on it. Um, but mm -hmm. then, and then it went into the cartoon. We did a cartoon mm -hmm. set. Yeah, and it's like year. a great retro package that looks like yeah. the old like cases that you would get. Like back in the old days, I don't know if you guys ever had a turtle like big plastic case where you keep your figures in it. The Playmates. Yes, uh, the play yeah, of the old yeah, like, yeah. like an old now. vinyl carrying. Yeah, case. yeah. Yes, like, so that that was where what you got these cartoon figures in. And yeah. again, it's like this is the fun once a year fun right. that I get to have a comic con. Uh, and then I guess is what three or four years ago at this point something changed. Yes, and my life would never be the same. <laughs> oh, no. Men of my age's <laughs> lives would never be the same. Mostly <laughs> yeah. men. I'm sure there's women out there, but I'm in a lot of toy Facebook groups where I lurk, and it is mostly men. That's why I say <laughs> yeah. that. But of yeah. course, there are women out there. Uh, and so you guys started doing everything, essentially yeah. every version of the Ninja Turtles possible, the cartoon, the Fred Wolf stuff. I'm just talking, by the way, feel free to interrupt yeah. me. I'm getting on a roll here. I think. No, yeah, it's cool. Uh, the movie stuff, <laughs> the Mirage comic. And then recently, which of course I've talked about before, the specific Archie comics, Ninja Turtles that I read as a kid and I felt was the main canon of the turtles. I yeah. think that is one of the happiest moments I've ever seen Mike. Oh yeah. <laughs> he came to a recording one day and I forget whether we were arriving or it was on our way out and he who went, NECA is doing the Archie Comics Ninja Turtles. <laughs> it's one of the most requested things we've we got, you know, when we were doing sure. the um because that year when we made that carrying case, yes. Ken Matroni, who was like one of the um the Archie pencilers, right? Yes. He did the 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 art for the the carrying case yes so but you know that was a cartoon set but with like archie artwork and everyone right. was like the archie comics are so great like when are you gonna just do archie figures and so it was a long time uh to because that was like a separate deal we had to negotiate and right. it took a while but yeah we finally were finally doing like archie um, proper archie turtle figures which is very for it's for cool. again men like myself very exciting yeah uh, so and this guy ken, this guy Ken who drew the comics he's like crazy like he designed up Zerg from he did, Toy Story ken, too Ken has got wow. a really insane uh, amazing like career right and yeah I, it's I think he was he was drawing the Archie Turtle comics like on his lunch break from working on like Tiny Toons. Right. And so that was like, <laughs> oh he would just like kind of knock those out. And, but they're, he did the early run of the comics and they're just like beloved by like, you know, yeah, people, people like, of a certain yeah. age, right? So, people of a certain um, age, yes. Ken, yeah, Ken is like, but after, he was just kind of doing them as like a side gig. Right. And then when like, um, he'd worked on the, 
Back to the Future cartoon mm-hmm. for a little oh, bit. Yeah. Um, he did that. He, he just started naming stuff. I'll ask Ken, like, you know, we found this weird show called like Fish Police. I don't know if you guys remember. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember. Yeah. Prime Time yeah. bomb. Exactly. Like, Simpsons. Yeah, like Capital Critters and all those. Yeah, like, yeah. And I was, and I was like, I got to find, I'm sure Ken like worked on Fish Police. And he's like, oh, he's like, yeah, I remember that show. He's like, I didn't do the show, but I did those comics too. And then <laughs> like, and, and he, yeah, there was, a, there was a run of Fish Police comics and he did Gargoyles and like, and then, and he was, um, and then he went to Pixar and he was working. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he worked on the first Toy Story, but he definitely had like a, a big presence on the second one, created Emperor Zerg. Yeah. I think he storyboarded that entire scene with the um when they're under the parking cones, like running across the street, like oh, causing yeah. chaos. Oh, what like, a sequence. I think, That's incredible. I think wow. Ken did all of that stuff, but he's wow. just he's kind of been everywhere and done everything. He's got crazy stories about hanging out with like Kevin Eastman and and Peter Laird mm-hmm. back in the like the height of like the turtles like right. you know Ken's just a fascinating guy. Wow. He's just got a million Wait, stories. What's the last yeah. name again? Mitroni. Mitroni. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I, I brought a couple of things. Just to show my uh, coast here. I just wanted to show, <laughs> I wanted, just wanted to show the range of uh, of stuff you do. Okay. Because it is pretty crazy. Like, this is Toka from Secret of the Use. Wow. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like. You need like, gloves to handle the show. Yeah. I know. I want to feel It's a murder so weapon, bad. really. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, yeah oh, Jason Fraley sculpted that one. It's. He's got articulated uh, mouth and the beak and the eyebrows are articulated. So Jeez. you get all kinds of cool um, um, so expressions. You can pass these around. It, it, it feels like oh, close to being on set, you would think. Like, I mean, it is small, but it, it feel, in terms of like texture and realism, yeah, it, they, it's as close as we can come to like, uh, he's saying hi to me on his on his lunch break. And his you beak know? moves. Yeah. I mean, it's wow. like, it's these. yeah, these were maybe my favorite figures that year. Those, um, yeah, those, that was Token Raza are a great set. Yeah, Jason. Yeah. Jason gets like crazy obsessive careful, with careful. all the details and stuff. Yeah, uh, this is Usagi. He's from Usagi Ujimbo. That's from the Fred Wolf cartoon, and this is from Coming Out of Our Shells. So like the di- the difference in the styles is really remarkable, which is what makes uh, people like me nuts about Wait, this. Stuff. What's this frog? That's uh, one of the punk frogs. Uh, oh boy, which from one the Fred is that? Wolf. That's from. The, I always forget which one is which. So that's it's not Genghis. It's oh boy, that's Napoleon. Okay. Yeah. Um so yeah, um, there were four punk frogs which were like the uh they're like sort they're like of counter they were bad for yeah, a little while. Yeah, they were kind of counterparts. They... Like Shredder wanted his own team of mutants that he could train like you know, in the evil arts or something. And he, he, so he named them all like Genghis, Attila, Rasputin, and <laughs> really Napoleon. bad. Yeah. Like after his heroes. Right, so, of course. Um, oh, yeah, so, bad and they're, they're called the punk frogs, but they're just not like they, they're from like they just wear these Hawaiian shirts and the, like the shorts like there's nothing really that punk about them you know yeah I um, don't know that the people making it like knew what punk meant maybe, maybe. not I don't know and that <laughs> all their attitude. all their voices they sounded kind of like gym neighbors yeah. um, so like their voices were all hilarious on the show and like the the frogs are are some of my favorite characters from the cartoon. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um, so it's, yeah. So you're doing this, so like, just to even to describe what you do, I think you do a lot of things, but like, you're watching old cartoons for references. I, yeah. I just get paid to watch cartoons and old turtle movies and you have buy what, comics. Like, you have what sounds like a six year old from 1989's Dream Job or 1990. De- yeah, yeah. Definitely very close to that. Yeah. Um, so just get to make toys and. Uh, and you're looking for d- for details basically because like right now I'm holding the the 
coming out of our shells Michelangelo with a shredded <laughs> jean <laughs> vest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, vest, the, yeah and, and on the back is a poster for the musical mutagen tour just the, like the, the yeah. degree of detail fit onto this uh this single uh action figure is nuts yeah i sculpted the uh socks no no not the no those are the, the fabric leg warmers i sculpted the shoes on that guy wow, wow jason jason that did toka he sculpted the head for that one with the that one's got a hinged mouth and the creepy like giant eyes and mm -hmm. oh yeah it um, does perfectly like reflect <laughs> so, how those turtles are kind of off yeah like, like you incorporate that they're weird suits like, just, yeah we try to capture like kind of the fun weirdness of yeah with that. so many that's incredible <laughs> that you're that's the that's the goal because like a more corporate way of doing these toys would smooth it out and yeah. not embrace the oddity. no we have to it's yeah it's just too fun we have to like we're just making the toys that we want, you know? So like, yeah. even when that became a possibility, it was like, we really have to, we just need that's, to go all out and make it crazy. So like, wow. yeah. yeah. That's when I, I remember uh, 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 Lindsay uh, uh, said to me, she goes, oh, you're like, these are, you're so happy about these, these coming out of her shoulder, which she, she didn't call them that. But I go, I go, you know what this means? This means anything is possible. <laughs> like I give a it very, was a, it was a turning point for yeah. us. Yeah. Just, I give a very dramatic <laughs> thing. Most optimistic thing I've ever said in my life. <laughs> just, yeah. All of a sudden the skies <laughs> were blue. Uh, so and then your next thing out of your mouth, let's have a child. <laughs> yeah. Then we had a it inspired us to have a child. Yeah. And we oh, did. Wow. Uh, 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 Brett, I have a photo that says NECA, uh, if you could bring it up whenever you get a chance. Um, so I, I've, you know, I've been watching all these videos, like anytime you guys do a thing, this is by oh, the way, what boy. my, my displays look like. I've this become a yours. display guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You gotta have the, the display. I've you can't become, just have uh, a shelf. Right. So now yeah. I'm like displaying things. It I have my own light. Well, I've put some lights under the shelves to, to, to display things. I've Holy wow. smokes. So I've turned into like Rever Reverend Lovejoy with his trains, essentially. <laughs> yeah, you, you're, you're in too deep now. You just, oh you've my gone God, in too deep. Are yeah. you kidding me? When Jane and I got to your birthday party, we, we were some of the first ones there and we somehow this came up but you were like showing us on your phone on Amazon like I bought these oh the little lights, lights. I bought these little lights oh, yeah, yeah. You, you have the the accessory set you got the TV with a stuck and everything oh my god it. I'm I'll tell you how crazy I am later because we have so much stuff to get to but <laughs> wait, yes, no, wait, I got it. It. Yeah. wait jump give us one taste of what what is later <laughs> Well, it. I have a couple. There's a couple guys, a couple uh, toy dudes that I text with, and we're always sort of on top of like, okay, it looks like stuff's hitting this week. So I happen to be the, all, a bunch of uh, your stuff came out at once in March or so, and oh, yeah, I'm yeah. in Facebook groups, and I all of a sudden you see a bunch of guys start posting about it. Right. So I go, hmm, and this is like baby. I'm watching the baby. I just by luck had like a lunch meeting to go to and I built 30 minutes in to go to the North Hollywood Target. Just get the closest Target, yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I went to North Hollywood and boy, I ran into the guy stocking. Oh, wow. As soon as like, it was, I I almost fell over. Yeah, perfect time. <laughs> and he was uncomfortable because I was just standing there. Yeah. I was trying not to be rude, but he felt like I was about to steal everything. And I was like, I'm not taking everything. I just want one of each. I, for a couple of friends, I was getting two things. Uh, so I was just standing there. I'm late for the lunch meeting, but I cannot believe my luck. And I just, I got most of, most of the stuff that was released. So I got that, that, like that week that it came out. Um, and that employee is, uh, safe, healthy, 
Um, he's been released. Yeah, he's been released. <laughs> His limbs all function. He's, yeah, he's because he's in witness protection from me. So he requested mm. it, like, "Hey, can, is I, it okay if I transfer to another target? No, to another I country. Pu- I will put my hand on a Bible. I did not like stalk him or put like one of the Apple tr- tracers on his car or something. Like, I just it was pure luck that I was there the time he, he was. He has not accepted your Facebook friend request, though. No, he's but like, he should. I don't know you, man. Yeah. I, um, Mike, uh, just by luck, I can, I'll take some of the heat off uh, you and That's tell okay. an embarrassing story, uh, a kind of a seminal embarrassing story. I don't think it's come up on the show before, sure. but the presence of Usagi Ujimbo is a big uh, oh. plays a big part of this. Uh, Go ahead. Which was um, I? It was it was a day in the summer when I I was very young, and you know uh, I was up before my mom, and I was like. I think she said we're going to Woolworths today, and I was like pacing around, pacing around. Were you gritting your and teeth? I, I was, I was just like, okay, they have that whole aisle of action figures, and I was like, I'm pretty sure they have Usagi Jimbo, and if they do, I, I maybe I'll get it today. And I, I couldn't wait any longer, so I went in and I kind of woke her up. I was like, hey, mom, hey. <laughs> Are we going to Woolworths today? <laughs> Woolworths. She's like, what? And she's like, what? I, is everything okay? I'm like, I yeah, I just, what are we doing today? Are we going? <laughs> and she kind of, she kind of like, eventually was like, why do you what? And and eventually got out, and she's like. I don't, please don't ever wake me up again to figure out where we're going that you can look at action figures. Mm. Did you so, listen? I did listen. Oh, I, well, that's your you good, good boy. I think, hey, what's Did you get was, him? Uh, no, I never got him. Oh, <laughs> what? No. I never what got him. What a sad him. story. So then I, I, last night as I'm, I'm, you know, looking at all the NECA stuff and looking at some of, uh, uh, you know, what Mike had talked about and stuff, I have like, all of the generate because I know there's Neka Yusagi Jimbos. Yeah. I'm on eBay and I'm like, how much does the Playmates want? And it's like, oh, inbox still fifty dollars <laughs> yeah. for the the old one. Yeah, that may may well be rotting uh, with some plastics, you know, sure. the packaging or stuff. Depends, but yeah. The Neka one looks great. He looks like picture perfect of the Stan Sakai well, okay. comic. Do you want to hold? Do you want to stay with him? Yeah, uh, put him. Oh, give him yeah, to yeah, J- yeah. yeah, Jason. Uh-huh. This is a thing that oh, you okay. should have. You were denied. Yeah. yeah, as a kid, uh-huh. just, yeah, he look into great. his eyes. Just yeah, just just bring him next to you if <laughs> yeah. you if you if you want to cuddle. Whatever needs give to happen a tiny here, kiss. we'll give you the space. Yeah. I shamefully, I have not read a lot of uh, Yusagi Jimbo. It's it's oh, a yeah. thing that's been going for decades, and there's phone book size collections. And yeah, yeah, it's uh, digital collections. And yeah, he's been doing it all, forty years. Next year, yeah. wow. And you've so. gotten to work with Stan Sakai, yeah. who did yeah, which is pretty yeah, crazy. Stan's awesome. We're like yeah, when we were doing that figure. Um, it was pretty regular like emails back and forth with like Stan's people and Stan directly and like creating the artwork for the box and everything. We, yeah. He's got to approve every stage, like sure. the sculpt, the paint, the packaging, all of it. So yeah, Stan's super cool and like- um, uh, That's cool. Great, great to work with. So mm-hmm. he was at WonderCon uh, a couple of months ago and I, I got to meet him in person and actually- Talk to him for a minute or two, and yeah, it was it was cool. Got him to sign some stuff. So. Sure, great, that's yeah. awesome. Um, so yeah, so all this to say, this turtle. Oh, you know what? I'll I'll throw one more turtle thing out real quick, and then we'll explain how we got to Canada's Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Brett, that that link I just sent you. A lot of these interviews you do with toy uh, people that I end up watching, 
a th- common thing happens and I kind of feel some I feel some sympathy too because I I feel the urge that the interviewers will they'll just be like do you think um maybe there's a chance you could make and then they'll just list one of the characters they want yeah which of course uh, I get that but also you're like well we'll sh- I'll show like when it happens it happens is usually yeah. how you can answer that question but I will say is there a chance uh, we could ever get uh, the Disney MGM Studios specific <laughs> characters <laughs> in and yeah. with Alan Thick singing a song. Oh. A five pack. This is I'm pushing everybody over at Target. Okay. <laughs> any, any employee I'm pushing over. This if is, I get if I get my Turtles I've, era Alan Thick. I've never Here's seen San anyone Diego. ask me about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um you know, it was only in all honesty a couple weeks ago when internally we were talking about this very thing. And oh, <laughs> kind really? of, like kind wow. of joke like it's <laughs> it's probably <laughs> Never ever gonna happen. But if I could sculpt another uh another turtle, it would be like those big kind of puffy oh, like yeah. walk around suits like yeah. from MGM. Wow. And there's there's the um they did a video with like the LA Transit or something. Yes. Like you know, and so there's pictures of like we were just talking about this the other day. Like <laughs> yeah, those suits would be so so much fun to do. And it, it's again, it's a weird, crazy thing that kind of perfectly Mm-hmm. Shows like the height of the '90s, like the early '90s, like Turtle Mania. Yeah, and like no one's ever thought to sculpt like <laughs> one of those costumes. Before. Like that giant costume was shrunk down to an action figure would be so it'd be, cool. It'd be but, great. Um, it's a lot of forms uh, uh, doubling in. Us. Yeah, we have to watch. Yeah, a yeah play a little bit. The, I think it's like 38 seconds. It starts. You guys yeah, should get a booth at Comic Con. You can sell it there. Sure, because oh, sure. it's yeah. like a theme park thing. Right? Oh, yeah, like thirty-eight yeah, right. seconds or so is when Alan starts singing. Oh boy, with a rap. I mean, is we're gonna do, well. Aren't we? We've been talking about doing a full episode about. This. We will do a full oh, episode yeah. about okay. this, but yeah, we'll show a little clip, right? Yeah, I mean, leather jacket, sunglasses clad, Alan. That kind of Terminator-ish. Alan yeah, thing. I was gonna say it's half Terminator and half like David Hasselhoff, like Knight Rider. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. With the red Wonder shirt and the this. jacket. Oh, those—they're so great. <laughs> they look like dopey smiles. For those I met at like Cub Foods when they signed my cookie box at age five. Yeah, they're still different than like the turtles who might be at you know uh, yeah, a market opening or a movie theater opening or a, the ice capades. Or, yeah, there's still there's a lot more to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Greg, you can stop playing it. Uh, uh, Freak out. That's the only thing oh, I'll say. Awesome. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. But you can also also, also Brett, feel free to leave this cool Alan Thick still. Where he's looking out into the Florida sun. <laughs> like, I think until we change topics entirely, I would like this to be on screen. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Alan. I've gotten so much joy out of Alan Thick. This is why this is a perfect piece of footage because like yeah. I love '90s Turtles. You really love '90s Turtles. I, on top of that, love Alan, Alan Thick and the music. music career of Alan. Yeah, Thicke. also coming, all coming to the show. But um, um uh, please, yeah, I don't oh, know if this great. if this helps if this like. This random focus group. I was talking to these three <laughs> random guys yeah. who all yeah, thought right. this would be a good idea. Yeah, they said it was. Can... Yeah, they okayed it. I'll just tell my, my <laughs> boss Randy. It's like, yeah, podcast the ride said it's like it's it's gold. You yeah, know, we got to do it. It'll sell. So. These will sell. Uh, um, <laughs> yes. So so uh, I'll I'll calm down now um, and then say that one. Of, so one of these interviews you were doing, uh, I perked up when I heard you say, "I grew up in a theme park." That yes, that is true. Um, and I was like, whoa, that <laughs> phrase again, another yeah. child's dream. Yeah. Uh, uh, was your experience growing up? And that was Canada's Wonderland. Yeah. 
That's right. So, uh, uh, yeah. Tell, I mean, just where what does you, that mean? What so, does it mean? Okay, so, tell us. So basically, yeah, I wasn't there every day. I didn't live there. But like, yeah, my dad, uh, the park opened in 81, uh, the same year I was born. My dad worked there uh, since, you know, he, he got hired in like 1980. So he was mm -hmm. there like building, helping like just assemble, like get everything together. Wow. So all through the 80s, um, he was like the games manager at Canada's Wonderland. So we were just there all the time. Mm -hmm. Like my sister and my mom, all like we would just go and hang out like like all through the summer and stuff. Like we were just, I just grew up at Canada's Wonderland. Wow. Uh, so, and actually in a, in a crazy thing, cause he was, um, he would go to toy fair every year. And this is how like this, it's weird. This probably formed like me, you know, right. like he would come back from New York toy fair with stacks of like toy catalogs. And then my friends and I would just sit there and just like look through like the Kenner catalog. It's like, mm -hmm. you'd see all the new ghostbusters coming out for like this year. And, you know, um, and so all the all the Mattel catalogs, you see all the He-Man toys and like it's just so my whole life. And then they would send like my, they knew my dad, like they knew he had a kid that was like the perfect age for all mm. of that 80s stuff. So like he would just come home with like sales samples of I would get like boxes of <laughs> Ninja Turtles and like Toxic Crusaders. Oh, yeah. And like oh, man. we just had so many toys, you know, they would just so. Yeah, I was like some weird like kind of test subject kid or something for all this, all the the 80s toy mania. I was just like completely like surrounded by it. So would he tell people like, oh, my son really responded to. Probably, I'm sure he did. Yeah. He was giving feedback on stuff. There probably was some of that. Yeah. But yeah, we would just get like, I remember getting like a turtle blimp, but it was like this. It was all incomplete. It was just like in a box, you know. Wow, like, really? Yeah, and so I'd have to like build the the missing pieces for it, and I got a general trag that just came with a Ziploc bag full of weapons, you know. It was, just, <laughs> it was like it was like weird samples that they just someone had laying around an office, and right. they just I'd either get like a full fresh case of Toxic Crusaders, mm -hmm. or I'd just get like <laughs> any weird random toy they had like lying around. So I just had like wow. all this stuff. So did you have, do you still have any of that stuff? I have a couple of the toy catalogs still. Yeah. Um, a lot of my old, like a lot of my 80s toys are gone. It's a very tragic story. Oh, uh, and, then, and then a lot of, I know I had the Krang's Android body like for a long time. And I'm pretty sure my mom like just took it to the thrift store, you know, mm. took it to Goodwill or something. Yeah. There's uh, My mom gets rid of a lot of that stuff. Right. Jeez. Oh, um, Toy Story so, 3, Nightmare. Yeah. That's yeah. not trash. <laughs> <laughs> um. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. When you said your dad was the games manager? Yeah. So that was like the... the, the 
throw the ball all through the- he, yeah he like built like the ski ball machine i was talking to him before i got here and mm-hmm. i was like he was one of the guys like you know they would just get a kit of like unassembled ski ball machines and <laughs> and so they would just like unbox it like you know screw them all together like right. set them up like he was building all of that stuff and then so all the stuff in the arcades mm-hmm. like the redemption things where you get like a stuffed animal or like mm. you know there's like uh those duck races like right he was yeah. he was kind of in charge of all of that stuff wow so <laughs> jeez early yeah. 80s theme park canadian arcade this is so many <laughs> so many keywords yeah there's a lot I'm, to I'm unpack lit up yeah. on every level so yeah. so so he even when the park you were there he was working there for many years so he was just yeah. like he would check on which games were doing well, what was breaking I down. Guess. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it was yeah. Probably all that stuff. Um, and then, yeah, like if I don't know, it's like there's. When did the horse racing game with the, you know what I'm talking about? You roll the balls. The roll the balls up. And, yeah, that's one of my favorites. With like oh, yeah. the multi, with the tiered that where they kind of like step up. There's all the horses. Yes, yes. Uh, it's like yeah, there's uh, three. Levels. There's like a, a hole that's called three points or like. Three. Oh yeah, the rings like and it's like. If you get it in the center, yeah. Well, I think. Oh yeah. no, no, that's no. I'm describing skee ball. Like you're just yes. No, what? No, which one are you talking? I don't about? So there's like how a, you power the it's horses. A little, it's a little diamond, I think, and the, usually I think the top is like where three like paces or three steps horse, and then oh. uh, the next one is like two, and then the bottom one is maybe one. And so if you roll it and you get it up to in the third, the horse will go one, two, three on the board, and you're playing against everybody else. And oh, I'm pretty sure this I don't is know that one. I'm pretty sure this is the game I beat a bunch of little kids on the santa monica pier and one homer <laughs> accidentally though because i sat down first and then was like ready to go okay play and then i looked to my right after i won and i went uh-oh you're a man in your 20s who yeah. would just be a bunch of kids <laughs> um yeah he's he's got stories about you know like the guy that invented like whack-a-mole or like there's he, like so he, know, wow. he, knew the he guy? knows i think he he knows all of these people you know because it's it's usually just a couple companies that like you know, they build all these games or they come up with some new thing. Right. And it's sold to like all the parks, you know. Right. So it's, um, yeah, he's just, he's got a million, because he's been doing this stuff since 1980. Like that was his first, he's been working in like the amusement industry like mm-hmm. since then. So. And still? Yeah, still, yeah. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. Where, is he, where is he, what does he do now? Is he, He's not at Canada's Wonderland. But no, you know. no. At, he left there. He Now he, he works for, um, uh, a company that makes like the the stuffed animals. So he's like on the other side, like selling ah, like all the to prizes. Yeah, he switched wow. to the prizes. So <laughs> yeah, to he's, prizes. he's like, yeah probably a couple of years away from retirement. But he just that's all he does is just work. So he's wow. in. He was just at Carowinds yesterday, wow. or he's going there today. I don't. He was just at Dollywood. Wow. Um, in the last like <laughs> co- like I when I was talking to him on the phone, he's like driving through North Carolina right now, probably on the way to Carowinds or something. To- Geez, making so, the making the round, which so is like what, like assessing like what's working, what can we do different? Yeah, uh, something like that. I'm wow. just yeah, hanging out with a bunch of you know old uh, amusement buddies and stuff, like just. Um, so he's like Dollywood needs a fresh batch of like raccoon plush. Yeah, and he's mm-hmm. the guy that'll you know go scrounge that up. He'll find it, get it on a truck, get it shipped. Like wow, and because he does a lot of he's a lot of his customers are. You know they'll they'll do like the, the like a state fair that's only there for like oh, right, a right. couple weeks or a month. So he's got to make sure like the product hits like when mm-hmm. they when they're going to be in town. Like it's got to get to the destination. So he's got to coordinate, you know, with like the shipping company and everything. Right. Like make sure they hit all their 
their destinations like on the right dates because yeah some of them are like traveling shows right. and stuff so oh, wow. i don't know it's an interesting job yeah. probably yeah, something you don't think <laughs> yeah. about uh, that being a job yeah yeah, yeah. as a kid were you so like yeah as a kid what i mean obviously everybody's just like oh this is my parents do yeah but did you kind of know like it's kind of cool i knew it was unusual because like all the other kids in school were just like your dad does what you know and then we would mm-hmm. you know everyone would want to go to like the park with us and we you know because everyone else had i think normal jobs you know uh-huh. someone just work in an office or do whatever and yeah it was just it was definitely i knew it was a weird thing because none of my other friends like kind of lived in an amusement park (laughs) (laughs) my sister and i were the only ones you know in the in the neighborhood so you were really in like uh my uncle works for nintendo sort of scenario but for real like yeah for real my dad works for an amusement park um, uh and one of my dad's friends like uh you remember in in Pee Wee's Big Adventure when he goes to that novelty like joke shop, mm-hmm. and he's oh, yeah. just oh what do you got what's new this week and he's got the like my dad had a friend like that for <laughs> years and he was like he was one of my uncles you know sure and, like I think he got me the Ghostbusters firehouse and all, all this stuff but we would go to his his guy named Solly and we'd go to his warehouse where all he had was just novelty like stuff like whoopee cushions and like inflatable rambos and like just wow just like every weird thing like he had all of it and you know we'd get these weird when ghostbusters was like huge he had these like like a ghost in a can like these weird glow in the The dark like fake but yeah but it wasn't even that it was just like it was this weird can that would like shake or something. Mm-hmm. You would just find these weird things. They put like a Ghostbuster logo on oh, it or okay. something. And, it's like an old know. trick. <laughs> yeah. 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 They would just be like, eh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. This scary. week it's Ghostbusters. Next week it's, you know, it's Thundercats right. or whatever. So. <laughs> right. Um, kids wouldn't know. Yeah. So all of my dad's friends were just like, they were all in like, you know, this, this industry. So it's just, yeah. So we would just have all kinds of weird stuff and weird, just like fun like experiences and right. <laughs> growing up, it was just crazy. They were all in the so. serious business of fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you go like when you were going to like that that uh, that uncle? Were you like extra? Like, was there one even like guy you knew? Where you're like, this is the best one He's, of all. These. That was the guy. It was that it was, guy. It, Solly was. It was always going to see him. Was like always the best. Yeah, because yeah, it was just you never knew what there was what you're gonna <laughs> find because it was really just a warehouse and you just let you like dig through everything and right. you know it was, it was great and there was like a i remember some kind of a showroom or something but yeah it was just it was all just like those those weird um like those finger puppets or like mm. those weird ugly faces where you'd put like you get your thumb and fingers in there and like scrunch up the faces and it would just oh, sure. like there's just all he had all like the wacky wall crawlers and all that all that sticky like gooey stuff like Oh yeah, like yeah. The, like the hands that would like splat. And right. We had my mom would like, she never wanted us wanted me bringing that stuff home because I just stick everything to the wall and get ground into the carpet mm-hmm. and like ruin everything. <laughs> just pick up hair. So, because yeah, those, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're not careful with that stuff, it just, yeah, it's it just good for about everything. two minutes because you drop it, it would just be full of lint and dust and <laughs> yeah, yeah, hair. Instantly. Yeah. <laughs> the scourge of moms in the nineties <laughs> yeah. was any number of sticky Gag, items. Yeah. Gag, like, oh, yeah, all that goo and slime. They're and, so yeah. happy. The kids are so happy. Yeah. I don't want to the make them sad, tortured. but also our walls are are atrocious now yeah. <laughs> every got, every good a, toy line had slime yeah yeah and it's, i think 
Yeah, was what was like Flom? Was Flom one of them in the like late nineties? Oh, that was an yeah, like a nineties Nickelodeon thing. Yeah, yeah. It was, did you have Gak or or Ooze or? Flom? I don't remember. I don't remember which one I did. I wanted to have all of them. Flom feels very familiar. Where it has, it has like the it has the little. The little like dot seeds, like a like fancy little granules mustard. or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. But then it would it would get, would get of... so disgusting when it uh, yeah just like uh, yeah just yeah the, the dried up version of it was like like old cat shit or something. You guys did uh didn't Muckman didn't you put ooze in him? Yeah, we, I don't think I've opened the ooze still. Um, for, for it's one probably of the toys dried up by now. You think it is? It may be. I because we we've done two slime toys. We did. A prop replica of the mutagen canister from oh, the right, first right. movie that came with the jar of slime, mm-hmm. and I have that sitting on my shelf at home, and it's just like a hockey puck now. It's just oh. all it's <laughs> it's all evaporated and just whatever thing right. is left. But yeah, Muckman was the other one. We we gave a little. Um, I should open that little, slime. Yeah. Now no. we know we do. Yeah. Now we know the shelf life of Muck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were not proper. So, the yeah, full research I have is a not bag done. of that stuff because the of factory. Muck. Yeah, they because the factory. We're trying to get the right color, you know, and or the right consistency or something. So, the factory will just send us like five different samples. I was just here, just label them A, B, C, D, and I'll just pick the one I like best. And I have this also. I just found the other day under my bed. There's like a just a Rubbermaid tub of like toys and stuff mm-hmm. and there's a bag of slime jars <laughs> it's just they've been sitting <laughs> under there since we made the muckman uh-huh. figures so oh those were just the samples those were there. the those are the early samples where i had to just pick the one i like best so yeah wow. there's all mucks yeah there's just a whole bunch of slime under <laughs> <laughs> rejected <Muck. laughs> yeah. so there's a factory that so, just makes slime still oh yeah probably yeah, there's <laughs> probably a few slime's big there's uh, mm. you ever go to PowerCon? It was like the He-Man I've actually show. I've never been to PowerCon. Okay, so I I had a booth there, uh, in like 2019 or 2018 or something like that. And we were kind of in the. It was in a a little ballroom mm-hmm. out in Torrance, like at a Marriott or something. So I was in like the overflow section out in the hallway. I had a little table set up. Where I was selling like this nonsense like artwork and and everything, and like two tables over from me there was like a girl and her dad and their booth was called the slime pit <laughs> and she just brought like homemade slime oh yes that was huge yeah a few like, years ago right before the pandemic be. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so she she came in her and her dad they set up this table of slime and every everything was sold in like an hour or really? something yeah they just God. like they came in like just sold all their slime and then they were wow. just they just kind of hung it up and <laughs> <laughs> just like walked a, around like just it, it was this done. little girl she just made it like a killing it like the family slime business yeah yeah wow what uh, can i uh, if i keep asking questions are we going to get down some weird place like what is what do people like sure. slime what's I, the appeal I, I think it was the same appeal as when it was big when when like we were kids but um i had a, a science teacher for a few years in elementary school and she that was how she got kids interested in science she'd bring in like food dye and cornstarch and like everyone get a beaker of water and you could just make slime right it was like incredibly simple yeah i guess i did make it i think i i even though i had it i think i was maybe like it felt messy to me 
and maybe I didn't like. Oh, sure. I, I, mean, I, was, you're right. I was not. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Like finger painting. And I yeah. didn't like any of that stuff when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. Scott Slime Pro. pro or uh, um, I feel kid. like I liked it, the idea of it more than the, the than the messy reality. Like um, being slimed would scare me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or what, what uh, you it. can't. Did you watch You Can't Do or no? Not you yeah. Can't do that. Well, that's what yeah. slime. But um, what would you do? Mm-hmm. Which was the game show on Nickelodeon that Mark Summers hosted. Oh, Double Dare? No, no. This was the other game oh, show. There's this oh. other one where it was just like, I, what is it? I don't know. Lots of excuses for slime and pies. Can we like pies. reduce? Like, let's get those questions out of there yeah, and that, just make it a big That would have been a vehicle. nightmare just being on one of those shows where you're just like diving into a pit of like goo. I still kind of want it. I, I would do that. I would I do it now. Yeah. But as a yeah. kid, I was yeah. like the idea of being messy in public. I didn't like that at all. Was, yeah. I, it's on your like clothes. And... I, I had one thing of Gak. That again was me like as a kid, I knew I had seen so many commercials for like the Chuck E. Cheese gack tie-in. Where you could oh. if you went to Chuck E. Cheese and you got enough you spent so much for enough tokens, you get a three free miniature thing of gack that smelled like pizza. <laughs> and we got it home and I was just making a face. so yeah, excited cool. and Nasty. my mom opened it up and it was the most overwhelming garlic smell I've ever smelled oh, in my life. Ew. And she's like, I'm sorry, no, I can't, we're not. And she's like, I these I'm sorry, you you won a lot of toys today, so you're not you didn't come oh, home empty handed, but like these have to go in the garbage and because you watched like, it be thrown thrown away. I I could tell she she my uh, her side of the fat like my grandfather he hated garlic and he passed it on to his kids. The hatred of garlic, the hatred and oh. smell of, of sh- taste of garlic, smell of garlic, so that. You open this thing of gack and it smelled like garlic. I was like, "Oh no!" But also, <laughs> also Chuck E. Cheese garlic is beyond. Uh, you know, it's not well, like fresh maybe from the old country yes, or something. Maybe yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, at, yeah, at a yeah. nice restaurant, but I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, because that Chuck E. Cheese smell that that. Oh, pervades. I didn't particularly like it either. But no, this was but unopened virgin gack, promo gack. We like, gotta see if we can find a vintage sample of this and bring it yeah. back to life yeah mm-hmm. of chuck e cheese gack for jason mike yeah. you were correct that if we kept talking about this we'd get to something weird which is the phrase virgin gack right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it did it was bound to happen pure untouched gack. i mean I, who knows how long it had been there who knows how long like it had been sitting around but like yeah not, i as soon as i smelled garlic i was like oh no like i knew Your this was not crushed yeah dreams were crushed had not made an attempt to get gack before this Maybe that's a side, Jason, a side hustle for you is selling garlic gack, garlic slime. Maybe. Yeah. I think I could I think I could figure it out. With I think the smell, you, you can make it imbued with I mean you just gotta keep it in a room, I guess. With, I think the thing to do would be get that frozen the frozen cubes, you know, of like basil and garlic. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> and you mix <laughs> that into slime. <laughs> Yeah. Does he have to do this? Did you? Okay. Do you? How much does Mike need it to happen, and how much does Jason actually want it to happen? Well, you just saw how excited he was. He looked so happy. You know, thinking about Jason selling garlic slime at some convention somewhere. I think I really just like the idea of Jason with a little table selling slime in general. Step right up. Step right up. Yeah, you could wear like the old timey outfit. A Barker. Yeah. 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 The smelliest slime in town. Mm -hmm. And the straw hat and everything. (laughs) Um, so, you're, so how 
many times a week are you at Canada's mm-hmm. Wonderland as a kid? Oh yeah, I wish I had kept a diary or some journal. About yeah, it. it was. I know my dad said every birthday we were there. Sure. Um, and it, it, I think it was. I I remember my mom saying there were just days in the summer where if there was just everyone was bored, there's nothing to do. She just like pack us in the car and just drive to Wonderland. Just we just run around. So right. I I yeah I don't I just remember just always being there. Um, right. This is but, this is Toronto by the way. And you it's grew up it's in right outside of yeah it's right yeah. outside north of Toronto. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Which seems like look I soak up a lot of this. I am not from Canada, but I'm jealous of people from Canada. I, oh, I really? watch so much like that. <laughs> are you do you watch that like that Retro Ontario? It's a great channel. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Retro Ontario. Anything that is it's there. a real God. that is a true like just a blast from the past, like watching old city TV clips mm. and just yeah, all the yeah. weird random stuff. Uh, yeah. That come, it, it, sometimes it's frustrating though. Cause they'll just have a clip of something mm. and cause we'll, we'll just turn that on at night and start watching it. And um, there's some weird thing will, will just pop on and then it cuts to the next thing. And I'm just like, God oh, damn it. I want to watch the entire, I just want to see the whole episode of like, there was like a grandpa rental thing on a, <laughs> They had like a like a it's not like a news show, but it was some sort of like there were people sitting in this room talking about like the day's events and then they they would have like guests on and and I I swear this happened. It was I know it was late at night, but like I'm watching this thing and they they brought on like a little boy and there was like this old man and there was like some sort of service somewhere in Toronto or part of Ontario where like if you're if your grandparents had like died or they weren't around, like there was like a, it was almost like a, like not like a nanny or a, yeah. you know, like a babysitter Whoa. thing, but it was just specifically to go hang out with like old people for the day. <laughs> you could call a number and mm. they would just send you a grandpa. <laughs> and then, it, and then it just cuts and then it, and then it goes to some other, like uh-huh. there's a guy reviewing movies or they're talking about some other weird, there's a, like a parade for uh-huh. something. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, just, we got to finish this grandpa story. Like, what? Yeah. Oh my like, God. Did you find something? Is this <laughs> a thing? Wait a minute. No, this is okay. I looked up grandpa Reynolds retro Ontario and I'm, I found an ad. I got really excited because I found an ad with Ed Asner. And suddenly oh. I'm like, is Ed Asner the spokesman for Grandpa Rentals? But it's something else called he Granada Rentals. Oh. It's, it was kind of a, did you mean? He's like taking you into a, maybe like maybe a TV rentals, it. a movie rental store. Because <laughs> if I was like, did I just find the greatest clip in history? Ed yeah. Asner on behalf of, a do you need a grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> but you don't want one long term. <laughs> you need a, a short term hang yeah. with just a grandpa. The weekend. <laughs> Don't have the money required to permanently buy a grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to keep looking for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to. Fi- oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Retro Ontario is uh, that's a good channel. And the the kids shows were you you guys had Bowser on, yes, uh, recently, right? And yeah, like, yeah. The the Canadian kids shows like Mr. Dress Up and Fred Penner and like, oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, like they were so great like, yeah 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 was Sharon Lewis and Bram Canadian they were pretty Canadian okay yeah. Yeah. I, I had seen them mm-hmm. at Canada's Wonderland they had like an amphitheater oh, gotcha. um, I was actually I have one of Bowser's shirts um, there's a Sharon Lewis and Bram like concert t-shirt that he just made so oh, wow. I was wearing that at oh, some really? some other th- there was like a, a banjo festival just like <laughs> a week or two ago. Sure. So I'm so I'm wearing my Sharon Lewis and Bram shirt, waiting in line to buy some like barbecue, and some some old guy comes walking over and he's just staring at like he's like, 
what is that shirt? He's like, what year did you see them? I said, I, I don't know. It was like, I was like, it's Bowser's shirt, you know? It's mm -hmm. like, maybe it was from the 80s. And this guy told me that when his daughter got married, their first dance is like, was the Skinnamarinky Dinky Dink. The elephant song? Oh, yeah, the elephant wow. song. And wow. this guy this guy and his wife were just, Bowser's shirt just brought so much joy to the Banjo and they Fiddle were, Festival. Oh my like, God. I so. guess that, you know what? <laughs> nice. That's shocking, but also at the Banjo Festival, it just feels right. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Mm -hmm. Like, so. A very low key. Did you watch the Elephant Show? Yeah, it was yeah. At Nickelodeon, I think when we were could, kids. Yeah, we yeah, got could have been. I it, it now make, it makes so much sense to me. Like, like as a kid, I was like, so there's how, so many hours of shows made just for us kids. Mm. How do they find the time? And then realizing, oh, a lot of it is repurposed Canadian. <laughs> yeah, and right. especially there's... if it's like very, uh, you know, sweater and beard and brown then you know it's probably a canadian mm -hmm. export which i i liked anything like that very childhood affinity for sure for just like the calmness of the canadian do you guys remember size small you ever seen no. that there's that a sounds so familiar what there's a it? there's a guy there's a giant record his name's friend record it's like a <laughs> human-sized <laughs> vinyl record an anthropomorphic record yeah oh and his, his, size small is scary size small is a crazy one uh but yeah friend record would Oh come God. out and he'd tap some the spoons were named tip and tap and they would like <laughs> they'd sing some songs uh -huh. but it was a guy like in a black leotard that sort of like stepped through a record and then it was just it, like a big uh -huh. smiling face and stuff kind of scary but i think just like the freaky like this big this big round shape <laughs> and then he kind of a blunt friend, smile friend record had a cousin named like cousin wagon wheel or something and they kind of repurposed the costume into a giant like wagon wheel <laughs> wow! Wow! And so this was too weird for Nickelodeon to buy the rights to. Yeah, show they, they might have <laughs> passed on that. Yeah, one. yeah. But it was totally fine for uh -huh. Canada. You know, yeah, it showed yeah. Ontario and like Manitoba and everywhere. Let me ask something. Uh, I I can't now not ask about, and it ties into Canada's Wonderland. Uh, did you grow up with the show The Littlest Hobo? Well, we've oh. got. We may have a clip or two. <laughs> okay. Oh, good, really? Good. 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 All right. Oh, all right. Well, thank God. I, I, I was disappointed in myself. I didn't have them. We, yes. Uh, uh, is now a good time? I mean, I guess you brought it, it up. Uh, um, wait, wait. Sorry. What was your answer to that? Uh, yeah. Who doesn't like The Littlest Hobo? I th well, did, uh, did you know? Did you I didn't know. know I heard it, I think, but I didn't know what it was until mm -hmm. Trevor brought it to my attention. About okay. five oh, years, yeah, ten yeah. years ago, I learned about the littlest hobo. That's about when I did too. Yeah, I had this big phase, like like seven, eight years ago. I think after I did a trip to Toronto and, and enjoyed it so much, and just wanted to soak up more Canadian stuff. And t you talk like early '80s pleasant Canadian aesthetic. This this show, oh my god, it had such a calming effect on me for a while. Just eating up these YouTube versions. <laughs> yeah. Lost Hobo, if, if for anyone who doesn't know, was a show about a the most trusty dog there could ever be. Just a good, good dog, very good dog. Yeah, who goes from town to town, uh, s like uh, encounters strangers, susses out the problems in their life and with each other fixes the problems by moving various objects around yeah. with his mouth mm -hmm. <laughs> solves everything that's going on in this family or this town or whatever real quick then it enters everybody's mind this dog has been such a great presence in our lives maybe the dog should stay and then there's always someone who knows like <laughs> no 
this dog just keeps moving on because the dog is the littlest hobo and a hobo doesn't stick around. The hobo gets on the train and keeps riding to the next spot where, where he's needed again. Yeah. Six seasons. Wow. Of little wow. or the of the seventies. There was a sixties version I read. Oh, oh really? Oh, two two seasons for the sixties versions and six seasons for the nineteen seventy nine version. Yeah. Um can I ask we don't have this unless you say well, I have three br- clips from an episode that I think you're probably talking about. Yeah, but, but I now I'm like I need the song. Oh, I have it. Brett, yeah. you have the, the intro song. song? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mike, thank you. If you have, uh... because I knew when we talked, heard "Littlest Hobo." This is something. This is red meat yeah. for us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I the can't. Littlest is a thing we like. Hobo is a thing we like. The, the dog Do- is a hobo. The dog being a hobo. And this then is this, red. Yeah. This song is the. I might. I might throw this in the. In it's the discussion great... of best theme song of yeah, all time, yeah, but it's Hobo wow. One is the clip. <laughs> oh, thank you, Mike. I was like, it was my insecurity today. I feel like I'm prepared for the episode, but I didn't bother to clip the Lil's Hobo no, theme. Okay. I, and it, thank Trevor for this. Oh, good. Okay, yeah, well, he's yes. the one who well, sent it to you. me. Oh, Absolutely, you're thank welcome. You. Okay, okay. Yeah, so uh, Hobo fascinating One. Fascinating, you know this. <laughs> I, I had such a big <laughs> Littlest Hobo phase that I'm I hope, so I, fond of. I think this of. is the right clip, wow. but I think yeah, play it and we'll edit if it's not. But I think I think we're good. Oh. Oh. Uh, there's a voice keeps on calling me down the road. That's where I'll always be. Starring London the dog. <laughs> Love you, London. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. <laughs> Balloons and then pleasant shots of the dog. The background horns there. Wonderful orchestration. The light that's hobo style. (laughs) And then is this the one that has? He's holding a rifle. Holding a big gun. A big (laughs) gun with a strap. Running with a rifle in its mouth. (laughs) As a party. Wow. There's so much uh, to like, like about that. It's like smoking a bunch of cigarettes. <laughs> I don't. The um, I, yes, a ton to like. Like, can I also just say that this was how deep the phase went? That um, I had a tradition for a while of giving my wife birthday presents that were like little uh, custom videos of our our cat at the time, Beanie. R.I.P. Beanie. We love Beanie. And I recreated that intro with the black squares and the yellow font. Uh, with our cat, wow. and I with with new lyrics uh, based uh, <laughs> uh, uh, based on our cat, and including I got a little like ninety nine cent store little toy gun and put and tried wow, to prop really? it up next to the cat's <laughs> mouth as best as I could. It was not wow. happening. Did not take, but I tried. Wow. Yeah, love little Sobo. Wow, that's incredible. Uh, um, but you 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 brought it up presumably because of the tie into Canada's Wonderland. Yeah, we. My... Brett, actually, go back. To, sorry, go back to the clip and play it after that because I have some clips of the him going to the park. So, oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, wait, you yeah, but, yeah. yeah, no, no. Uh, yeah, I, my girlfriend and I, we were, um, we went down some rabbit's hole of like just like weird like Canada's Wonderland stuff a couple years ago, mm-hmm. or maybe that's when we found like Retro Ontario. And I don't know. We were just oh, sure. she. She's also fascinated just. Canada stuff and uh-huh. not and from Canada. Just she's not, no, she's from here. Wow, wow. Um, yeah, it's and like me. and just like weird. Just she's just fascinated by all this stuff. So, yeah, we found this this Canada's Wonderland episode of The Littlest Hobo, and again, she just got sucked into this. It was just so strange, and it's like the the whole episode is kind of it's just so bizarre, you know, because it's like the yeah. day before. 
the park is opening and and there's just no one in there but this lady that's like has amnesia and then she's very troubled she like yeah. she was in a car accident that yeah scrambled her brain up and she knows enough people there's enough awareness that she is not just an employee of canada's wonderland but like the employee she's like mrs wonderland or something yeah yeah, yeah. they can't open without <laughs> uh-huh. her without her because then once, once and it's the day before so it's like they need her so badly right. yes. yes this cannot happen without um, her brett just play that play it right here from here because this is like uh 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 the littlest hobo going into the park again like at the start i haven't seen a lot of littlest hobo now but this would be like the setup to yeah he this is where littlest hobo just sort of wanders up to the front gate there's no the one there right to like, one security guard and he's like what are you doing here little hobo <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and the little this is like this little hobo would sense something was wrong and, and that yeah. he was needed he gets it so fast walks up to three people figures out the problem the in ears, their lives. like see how alert he is he knows he just knows something's happening and this is the entrance to canada's wonderland that you remember uh, no, I don't remember this because we always took the employee entrance. Oh, right. Uh, so, like, seeing the front gate is bizarre because right. I just, like, we never went in that way. <laughs> so you didn't get to so, walk in the foot, the, the paw prints of the littlest hobo. Oh, I wish I could have. <laughs> that, that sign, that lovely, like, rounded orange to yellow yeah. gradient font, so 80s. Yeah, so... The, the, we have a couple more clips too. So yeah, you really get a good view of the park in a lot of different angles here. Yeah, empty. It's a weird. I, I'm curious when they film if this genuinely was before the park opened, or did they like carve out a day and create a retroactive plot set oh, yeah. before What's, the park opened? I wonder what the air date of this episode was. I don't know the episode. Is the show is definitely on? It might have premiered because like this is this is one thing I, I asked my dad about. I was like, "Do you remember like this Littlest Hobo show?" He's like, "Oh yeah, sure." Well, they filmed the whole episode of Wonderland. He goes, nah, I don't know. Wow. There's no memory of this at all. Because it seems uh, like it would have been a big deal because they have like mm-hmm. cast members like going on the, you know, they have to set up cameras and like right. they're filming all I'm over sure. the park. So it, they almost, they invent like a new, we have watched so much uh, sitcom and TV show episodes, Killing Time at theme parks. Uh, uh, it's some of our favorite where you don't have to do, worry about any of this me- any of this story nonsense. You can just watch your <laughs> friends go on rides and yell and laugh. But uh, this is a rare episode where they find a new way to contextualize just a character going on a roller coaster because she has amnesia and she's flashing back to a bad car accident that yeah. just happened. Yeah. So she gets on a roller coaster and then forgets why she got on it. And then she's like, having an episode on yeah. the coaster. It's a horrible thing <laughs> it's, for her. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's making her flashback to the car. Like, usually it's not used for horror. Yeah, no, it's fun. It should be, like, inviting. It should be like, a good ad yeah. for the place. It, yeah, it's yeah. also strange that, yes, this, like, it's a big episode of this pleasant show mm-hmm. set in a theme park where a woman's having manic episodes <laughs> and where, mm-hmm. like, let's just say, one thing we haven't said about Canada's Wonderland, um, kind of their castle, essentially, is, a, is like, a, a big fake rock mountain yeah wonder mountain wonder mountain okay that 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 looks fantastic and they had cliff divers which is sort of revealed in this episode but part of her forgetting who she is or what's happening she just kind of like starts climbing instinctually yeah there's a there's it something leads her up that path to the top of the mountain yeah for no reason (laughs) she's just walking up to it and then like teetering on the edge yeah which you're of course getting i mean some of it is just confusion but you're certainly like you're dancing on a suicide plot or that she might 
hurt herself it's, somehow. Yeah. And it's so funny. The theme park would, you know, yeah, yeah, this woman is having a just a mental <laughs> breakdown you, and might kill herself on our big famous cliff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you would think they would just not have shown Candace Wonderland. Yeah, they would yeah. called it something else. Yeah, they would film there, but not. Right, they it get would money. just be whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, not yeah. like their logo proudly in the very first yeah. shot of the. Let's just real quick, uh, uh, just uh, hobo two clip, Brett, <laughs> please. Uh, if you so would, happy. you know, uh, major head trauma. You usually want to avoid uh, mountains, massive heights, uh, roller coasters. Oh, you absolutely. You kind of don't want to be knocked yes. around. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so this is a clip of um, the littlest hobo sort of learning about this lady and her struggles, and then he helps her out. He makes an attempt to help her out. Okay, yeah. Uh, here, so yeah, whenever you're ready. I, I don't seem to have a purse. He doesn't know where her purse is. And then we cut to... Where's my purse? We cut to a doctor's Somebody office. Somebody her home number or at her parents. She's, Hold on, what's They this? have her purse at the doctor's office. Or, Diabetic. <gasps> and a uh -oh. severe one. I don't think she'll get very far without this. Concussion... Severe diabetes and probable amnesia. In her state, there's no telling what she'd do. If she can't remember who she is, she's not going to remember she's a diabetic. You better call her personal physician, Dr. Klein, and find out what time of day she normally takes her injection and where she works. You got it? Yes, doctor. The stakes are high. Well, how does she feel about roller coasters? I don't have any money. <laughs> so the little hobo knows this kind. He knows that she's diabetic somehow. He can sense it. Yeah, yeah he it's, doesn't have that doctor's information. Right? Yeah, <laughs> he has a, well, he might have read her chart. He's you know resourceful. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. might have checked on you her know. before. Yeah, he even it's, showed up here. It, it's possible it's practical, and he just can smell the blood sugar level, oh, and he knows yeah. that way. That could be. So now He's some cool. real like Muppets of construction workers <laughs> with their lunch pails, <laughs> right? Just... pails in a hat. Yeah. So little hobo steals a sandwich from one of them. Oh, you want me to chase you now, huh? Forget it. I don't even like bologna and mayonnaise. Enjoy it. That's a very Canadian construction worker. He's yeah, not really. at all angry about the sandwich. <laughs> he's happy. Yeah, he's, he's oh, happy. Oh, you think you can take my sandwich, do you? Okay. Well, I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Give it a better home than I would have. Thanks for taking it from me. So then he walks and he feeds the woman is gone. Um, that whole water, water look at that yeah. scope of that water. And yeah, you see great shots of this. Uh, we can post some of this. You'll see shots of this part. Oh, this is great. It cuts off here, unfortunately. But then, there's, then there's a bunch of pirates in a lake. Yeah. So you see, uh, yeah, shots of the rides running. There's a dragon breathing fire. It, everything at this theme park is triggering this woman. The dragon yeah. breathing fire <laughs> is making her lose her mind. She's uh, teetering on death because of all the fun stuff you can do oh, right. in Canada's <laughs> Wonderland. Going for your first ever run around the park. Literally running errands all over town. Running for the finish line and your personal best. If you run, you're a runner. Find the shoes and clothes to run your way at newbalance.com slash running. New Balance. Run your way. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. 
Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. So, Trevor, you've been on all these rides, I assume? Uh, I saw a lot of them. The The crazy thing was I was terrified of all these oh, rides. Oh, really? Yeah, like, my mom and I would just sit on the bench and watch them. Like, my dad and my little sister would go on, like, roller coasters. I was, right. like, terrified. Uh, the bumper cars were fun. Uh, so like the little kid rides were mm-hmm. mostly okay, but yeah, I was terrified of like roller coaster wow. until, wow. uh, boy, it was like junior high school or something. I went on, mm-hmm. I was, I went on a actual like roller coaster for the first time, but okay, okay, yeah, all these rides, I was like the ghoster coaster was like the little kid Scooby Doo roller coaster, and it was mm-hmm. just too terrifying. Oh, sure, so it's kind of it's a heavy duty coaster park to this day too like it's not even you know i i feel lame for how long i was scared of space mountain which is a like a little uh, dopey compared to i mean there's yeah there's heavy duty coasters in the 90s they got um a really cool one there's like a top gun uh ride where that's like where your feet dangle you know it's like the tracks above your head and uh that one's got like really tight corkscrews and loops and it's just like crazy fast and uh that one i did go on eventually it's like that's a that was a great ride mm-hmm. seems cool yeah, it's a little yeah. bit like the raptor at um cedar point okay i don't know if you know cedar point too we well. haven't done we have never covered never, never cedar covered point. it that's yeah a big, it's a big one uh, we're also not we're jason's the most brave of the three of us and we really all started out scared a little scared yeah even though we're yeah. doing a theme park podcast and you would think <laughs> We should be like yeah. guys that go on everything. Yeah, the the current count of this park is eighteen coasters. What? It's, okay, it's wow. only behind uh, Six Flags Magic Mountain. That is oh, wow. really? ranks it in terms really? of uh, wow. number of coasters, and I forget whether that's North America or worldwide. But this park has both a hyper coaster and a giga coaster. Oh, really? What, what uh, are those? Uh, yeah, Behemoth is the hyper coaster, and then I think Leviathan opened. <laughs> Only a few years later, this park has a behemoth and a leviathan. Uh, that <laughs> well, is the Giga Coaster. Well, what is a Giga Coaster? Uh, I think it is uh, however many hundred feet that initial drop is. So I think oh. Hyper is 200 feet okay, uh, or thereabouts, and Giga Coaster is maybe 300 feet. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Between this, 300 this, and 399 is Giga. Oh my yeah. God. This yeah. park has a very detailed youtube channel where they put a high definition camera on like every coaster oh and so you do can, like the pov stuff like, yeah, yeah like you can sit and like on at a big tv and it is disorienting oh wow. to uh, uh you know uh especially leviathan is so large mm-hmm. it is uh unnerving to watch on a big television mm-hmm. uh but cool too Sure. Sure. Um, when you would go in real quick, uh, the employee entrance, yeah. was it that you would know the people working or did you have a pass of some kind? I don't remember us having a, that's the weird thing. I don't remember ever having a pass or a badge. My mom might've. Right. But I, I do remember like, there's probably times where I was being a little brat and there'd be like a security person mm-hmm. or someone just kind of, you know, cause there was like, it was there was like a like a fence or like this wall with like a little like slit behind it and then like another little fake wall right and you just kind of sneak through there mm-hmm. and then it would go into the back where the offices and the mm-hmm. employee parking lot and everything was and but you just go around there and it's obviously like restricted access and stuff but we we would just run in and out of there like yeah. all the time because my dad's office was like mm-hmm. in the building like behind there 
but I'm, I'm sure there were people that were like hey kid come back here you know there were people <laughs> try to stop us or but i think we were always i don't know i think my mom or someone was always around or yeah they would yeah. let us go. also if, if it's like, canadian security guards then they, yeah it wasn't <laughs> like that guy in the, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. like the guy he just uh <laughs> It was, I hope you enjoy the employee lot, you know. Like, <laughs> hey, kid, hope you have a good reason to be back there. Don't, no need to tell it to me. Just, yeah. you know, know, know it in your own heart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do. I like the idea that it would just be like everybody knows everybody. So it's like folksy. Oh, you're back. Hey, good to see you. It was definitely, yeah, it was definitely a little folksy. There was like, um, like when we were in the in the office where, where my dad worked, like the, I remember the lower... They were on like the second floor maybe and underneath was like it was where like they were doing all the baking and stuff for oh, like wow. all the restaurants and there was like a there was like the head chef guy was always we'd go down there I um I think his name was like Pat but we'd go down there and he, there'd always be some giant cookie or like hmm. all like all this stuff they they would just see us and like they would just give us like all this <laughs> you know, wow. Like, wow. All this little all this street stuff, right? urchins so, and uh yeah the dream <laughs> you were so, the you were the littlest hobos uh I, yeah i took over for the dogs from uh, <laughs> <laughs> stealing bologna sandwiches so. what ages were were you from when your dad started to when he was not uh, uh i was like from one to ten or zero to nine or something it was, wow like we left we moved to uh we moved to ohio in like 1990 or 91 maybe mm -hmm. so yeah it was all through the 80s we were there wow wow um, seemed like the time to be there too from just from some like we were there before paramount bought it yeah oh, okay i cool. was gonna so, ask because i yeah. as a kid i knew about canada's wonderland because my family regularly went to king's dominion in yeah, virginia they're like and they're like sister parks yep. uh and they they did the full you know owned by Taft Broadcasting, and that's when you mm -hmm. had Hanna-Barbera yep. and the Smurfs, and then Paramount comes in in the mid-90s, and that definitely elevated those parks in our, in our, in my mind, I think in my family's mind too, because we're like, yeah, Paramount is a movie studio, like right. Disney and Universal and MGM, mm -hmm. and so like, you know, Yogi Bear would still be around, but there would suddenly be Nickelodeon stuff. Yeah. Uh, and and like Wayne's World or like the Days of Thunder sim. I love the Days of Thunder <laughs> motion simulator ride. Mm -hmm, yeah. And then for very briefly, a Richard Scary restaurant. Oh, oh really? Uh, I missed whoa. that. Yeah. Really? In this one or in King's Dominion? In King's Dominion. Oh, okay. Uh, I think uh, Nickelode Nickelodeon had the cartoon for a number of years. So I think by that way, the Paramount connection. Uh-huh. It seemed uh, to me I watched a like a compilation of ads and they yeah. seemed to assert it seemed like the like one thing they were pushing is if you go to this Paramount owned theme park and you get on a roller coaster, there might be a Klingon sitting next to you. Oh yeah, that was in those <laughs> uh in all those Do you remember yeah, that yeah. really? Did that hit you like well, I wanna do that? I'm gonna go on a ride of the Klingon. So I remember going back to visit in the nineties and the one thing I regret now more than ever was not seeing, I didn't see any Klingons on any of the role, like Top Gun or any of those rides, uh -huh. which was a bummer, but not going to see the the Star Trek on ice, uh, like figure skating show. Oh, wow. yeah. Was, that's like a huge, huge regret, you know, that <laughs> I, <laughs> I wish I had appreciated that back then, like, you know. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, Brett, I have a clip called Star Trek Ice. Uh, 
Did uh, we it's ever a little talk low about res. this in any we of We mentioned yeah, that other, it's, come, it's come up, but we haven't familiar. done a lot. Because I saw it. <laughs> okay. I saw it at King, oh, the one great, at King's great. Dominion. Okay, okay, right. How was it? It was, it, it was cool. I mean, you know, it was people <laughs> ice skating and like, you know. It doesn't uh, make a lot of sense. It doesn't make a lot of sense. For Star Trek, but it does look kind of cool. It looks cool. Good set. So, Good set we got here. But they're in it the looks uniform. Like Star Wars. Yeah, it's more kinda, than it does Star Trek. Yeah, a little, especially well, with that window. But they, it could be a Klingon thing or something. That's true. Yeah, you're right. It could be a different. Uh, uh, yeah, so play this at the start whenever. Uh, just a little taste of what. It, so they're playing the iconic Star Trek theme. They got that much right. Which is, yeah, you need that. I mean, this could be track. on the holodeck or something. Oh, that's you know? true, too. And it's basically like you would imagine people in Star Trek outfits just twirling around and doing the, all the things you do as an ice skater. Yeah. Heavy on the fog. <laughs> Lots of fog. Yeah. Is it imagining that there's an Enterprise with an ice floor? <laughs> Is that the idea here? Well, after this, and I don't have a clip of it, but after this, they, they switch to a, like a very dark, like people flying portion of it. Uh, Where yeah. it seems like they're like representing the stars and the, like it's a very each uh, one of them is an M class planet or something. Like. Yeah, <laughs> it's they, uh, they switch from crew members to planets. Yeah, yes. they kind of abandon like a traditional narrative right away, <laughs> ah. and they go into something that's maybe more just like a ethereal sort it's of abstract feeling, abstract kind of abstract. Uh, yeah. This is a daring show. Yeah, one um, must have won awards. I'd imagine mm-hmm. won Tonys. I think. To, yeah. We haven't done. I guess we haven't done. We've got a couple. We did the ice, the Mario on ice, a couple well, we, months we, ago. As we determined, there's more with ice capades. Ice capades in general, we need yeah. to do more of too. Yeah. I, I saw Ewoks ice. on ice when I was a kid. I, I don't even know that one. Vividly remember. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was somewhere in Toronto. Really? But, yeah. Probably in like '85 or '86, maybe. Was it Ewoks on like, ice? Did it feel fantastic. like uh, Return of the Jedi, or was it more cartoony? Oh, this was like cartoon. Oh, here I see a, yeah. a TV ad. Oh, yeah, there's a little. This... Oh, wow. Oh, this looks good. We might have to do this. <laughs> yeah, we do have to do that. Wow. Oh, yeah. This those is... go. The suits look good. Yeah, there was. They had all kinds of like those crazy ice shows back in the day. Like yeah, everything yeah. had an ice show. Might I don't want to go giving you more toy ideas, but ice skating Ewoks. Oh yeah, I know. That <laughs> well, be... that's they just what Hasbro's doing some new Ewoks that are a little more cartoony. I feel like I think Maybe they I'm just wrong. showed a few things that are like kind of like the Ewoks cartoon or droids. Like, yeah. like they've done, um, yeah, they've done a few things. Like there's a Boba Fett. I think that's like, yes, either from that. like the droids episode or like the holiday special episode. Maybe. Oh, cool. That, real quick, uh, real quick. Um, back to the turtles. What's happened now is that you guys have ruined me for other toy lines when the sense oh, that sorry. like, X-Men buying X-Men I'm like well I would like an X-Men in the style of Joe Matarera I would like X-Men oh, yeah. in the style of this yeah. so now I'm ruined forever because of uh, the turtles yeah, that I've done yeah there's there's two ways to kind of design those toy lines you know where it's you can do kind of like a I don't know like just a generic looking version of like the characters or you can right. kind of go like like source specific. material specific um, and like companies like uh, DC Direct, they would do these like, mm-hmm. you know, um, Darwin yeah. Cook figures or like Jack Kirby, like New God stuff. And right. I, I just always loved when like you'd get like, a, you know, Jim Lee Batman or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, oh, sure. it's, it was 
that'd be great to get some really cool like Joe Mad X Men or yes, because they kind of did it in to- like old toy biz. I have a oh. few of them back in the day. They were certainly inspired there's a, by yeah. Him. There's a few. There's I, well, yeah. One of my favorite Green Goblins is um based on the Umberto Ramos drawings. Yes. Right? There's I a really this. cool that was yeah, that was Toy Biz like way back. They did a couple there was like Storm with the big hair and like the two piece outfit. Yeah, there was a, there was like that monster series where yes. like, yeah, yeah. like Wolver they were all they had kind of like clip on like mutant armor, like kind of monster pieces. And they were those were definitely more um, you know, artist specific like sculpts. Um that's very cool. We've talked uh, before on the show about like cuz I kind of feel like collector wise there is something that if they were made everybody would become like a completist. I'm not fully complete with turtles but I'm close. Like Scott we think we figured out that if it was like 80s architecture, if people recreated like 80s shopping malls or office buildings. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, well and I'll bring Toronto into it. If I if I could get a really well done Eaton Center or CN Tower or <laughs> or Sky Dome, uh, uh I would I would uh, just gladly... like a playset or something or would it Uh yeah, I'm not oh, they're just th- like a little model. I think a little kit. model. I, th- I, think right? I would take almost any size. Yeah, I'm trying to p- I mean, of course I would love a uh what Technodrome <laughs> size. Yeah, uh, yeah. Get but like but the... I'll take whatever. What was what's the other plate the CNE like the Expo Center or something? What is that one? I, that's uh, in that's somewhere in I think it's around Toronto. That's where like they would have like Maple Leaf wrestling and <laughs> There's it was an is it it was, an arena or a uh, or a convention center like, more so it's more like a yeah like I think it's an outdoor like convention center place oh, okay oh, but yeah. I think it's right around where like Sky Dome and oh is ma- it it's ma- in that that sort of yeah, yeah. I don't know mm. if I could get a Sky Something Dome like with a retractable roof um, which again that's like I, have you ever, have you ever seen the opening of the Sky Dome with yeah, with Alan Thick. <laughs> Oh, with Alan! Th- oh my God, with Alan! Yeah, Thick? No, it's another I was, Alan. Thick. I was gonna say, yeah, like I'd been to Blue Jays games and stuff, but like, oh, yeah, but no, 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 I, but I, 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 I didn't. I wasn't there with Alan. Thick. I mean, the first opening of the sky, the first time they ever opened yeah. it, where there is an original long musical number sung by Alan Thick and Andrea Martin, I believe. About they had to make a long, long Broadway-style song about retractable ceilings. <laughs> they have to, wow. like, how many, how many different ways can we reframe lyrics to be, uh, to, like, to focus on retractability? It feels like how they, you know, there's that thing of, like, 50s and 60s, like, trade show musical. Oh, like, oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that everything's coming to profits. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yes, it, feel, it felt like a throwback yeah. to that. Oh, like, wow. uh, we have oh, to, a long up. song about how, and it could be open when the sun is out, and it can be closed when, and then the whole thing was, all right, now let's open it. And it was raining so hard, <laughs> and they already had scheduled, like, skydivers who had to dive into oh, this no. into the sky dome in the rain so there's tarps <laughs> everywhere big disaster that's some of the best uh, wow. i'm I, i'm no expert i'm not from there but in terms of canadian entertainment i've seen the sky yeah, dome you're in, that's one of the, oh that oh, sounds so, great it's, it's so funny you're i wonder how long expert. like after yeah. you hit the open button i wonder how long it takes to like if you oh this is oh, a bad really? idea we should close it and then you hit the close button like how long does it take mm. to reset that? You know how like it's uh, pretty mighty, I think, and especially what in you know in, like once that it 1990 starts ninety maybe once it starts moving. Right? Yeah, I that, think we're talking half an hour at least. <laughs> yeah. Unless maybe I like, could oh, be wait. Maybe oh, I'm crap, underestimating. It's raining. It. We close it. Close it. <laughs> go, go, it's, go, still, go, go. it's still got fifteen minutes of like resetting and slowing down. It has to be. And you know. if you pray, if you panic and press the button a bunch of times really fast, like oh, no, yeah, each one it, of those was a different. Yeah. Now it has to close a little bit and then open a little bit. It's like the biggest garage door on earth. You can't like 
yeah. stop it at certain points like a garage door. No, it's either it's all the way forward or it's, it's like two all spots yeah, where yeah, it could yeah. pause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's tricky. Tricky retractable ceilings. Uh, but anyway, if I could, I would like a playset, a detailed playset of the, ev- all the everyone present at the opening of the Sky Dome in 1990. Okay. We should do that. Maybe yeah. I'm getting the year wrong, but uh, hmm. um, yeah. Again, I look. I'm just spitballing. I can't okay, start these demanding are... these things, but I, you know, <laughs> demand if you, if you all see you it want. Too. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, Jason, of course, wants a complete set of uh, the original Little Rascals. I think complete. Oh sure. Oh. Who's your favorite Little Rascal? <laughs> oh God, that's. <sighs> I mean, I feel like everyone is everyone going to say, say Alfalfa? Tor- yeah, probably. Alfalfa. Yeah, probably like, Alfalfa. If, if you have to pick between Joe Cobb and Chubby Chaney. <laughs> I don't think I can go that deep. Oh, I don't wow. think. You know, do you know, do you know Brisbane? He's, Brisbane's great. This is, this is that like, your this favorite is, little rascal? expanded rascals. This is, uh, <laughs> is this like the Curly Joe, like Three Stooges type rascals? He's, uh, he's way, you know, he's way better than I, Curly I Joe. I did he's... watch a, a Little Rascal short recently because it, it came on a DVD. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what. I was watching a bunch of the Preston Sturgis movies, but I also watched uh, the Broadway melody of... There were four of them. One was just in 1929. They just called it Broadway Melody. It won Best Picture that year, and it's incredibly upsetting because it's a sound, it's a talkie, but they are still figuring out how to do that, Mm -hmm. so it's just a little weird. This is um, Brisbane. That's Brisbane. Oh, yeah. Brisbane looks I like was, a bruiser. I don't want to <laughs> yeah, make his this. mouth is. He's got like a his lip is all like, "Hey, I'm yeah. gonna die. How dare you?" Um, Jason does like little rest because I I will full disclosure. That's not maybe his top pick. I was more of a joke, so I don't want to make him look oh, like he was trying oh, to pretend oh, okay. he was an expert and he wasn't. Scott is the truly the building. Do you have yeah, an answer for though I, what you're? No, I just I was trying to figure out in one of the these Broadway melody movies are not very long, and by the by the last one, um, Fred Astaire in it mm. the last uh, a few of them have Elnor Powell who they call the queen of tap dancing she's a very of good course, tap dancer yeah, but every one of these DVDs had like the other shorts that would pad out like a two hour runtime. and uh, one of these DVDs I watched just had like a, a 25 minute movie called like the stars and palm springs and it's just walking around this property and it's like oh look there's Catherine Hepburn She's hitting the links, and uh, and that was it. But there was a little rascal short where they're like, "We want to make a movie, and then we want to screen the movie." <laughs> that and was the plot of it. That was the plot of it, and uh, the, the hijinks and so one of them gets their feet stuck in wet cement oh, and can't oh. make it to the screening. Well, that's a so that's a, a, a accessory you need. You want yeah. regular feet, and you want cement feet. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, they're putting on a little play. Mm-hmm. So it's like the play is held up because mm-hmm. I think Buckweed is stuck outside the little junkyard theater and like can't get in to do the, you know, right. play. You know what's mm-hmm. a good, I, I, sorry, I'm, it's, I'm t- jumping all over the place here, but I'm realizing now a couple years ago, I asked listeners on Twitter w- how much they would pay for an action figure of Jason. and overwhelmingly they said i think 50 dollars are over so they were talking for a premium overwhelmingly how many people said they would pay over 50 dollars i just really i just totally remember this don't tell yourself sure i think we were talking about all three of us well we were but i think my first question to the listener was just jason as far as an action figure was concerned yeah (laughs) we can do the you're the most toy the word is toyetic right of things and jason is the most toyetic of the three of us i think okay but i think if anyone's 
after a Jason action figure and until we get our act together and do it. In the meantime, I have found there are Little Rascals action figures, and I think you could just start with Spanky and say it's Jason. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> just, just just pretend. Okay. Just, you know, He and I both get into lots of hijinks. You yeah, know? yeah. Well, you just... Okay, he seems to come... His accessory is a hammer. He's got a hammer in his hand. So just take out that hammer and put in a, a big old blunt. And then it's now we're talking Jason. That's Jason. <laughs> um, I is that your answer? Is it the wait? We still don't know. What's your? What's oh, your I said treat? alfalfa. It's my polar opposite. Very skinny, very tall. No, I mean, uh, what's what action figures do you want? Is it Broadway melodies? Oh yeah, I would take like Fred Astaire and Gene Kelly. Like I would take a pair. <laughs> There's only there's only like one or two movies where they were ever in it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and one is called Ziegfeld Follies, and I think one of the That's Entertainment compilations they right. do a number together. The Ziegfeld Follies series would be good. I yeah. just sent you a picture because I just got the 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 NECA uh, Invisible Man. And I said this is my first Claude Rains figure, and I was very excited. I sent it to Jason. Yeah, which and should... I thought I before I looked at the picture, I thought it was going to be a. Uh, Casablanca, Casablanca series, yeah. <laughs> right? What do you mean? This is I, this is my first Claude Rains figure. You said that like that was not a he really weird it. thing to say. Well, my I first Claude Rains figure. I know it's a. Fu- I knew what I was doing. That, but that this is, is a private f- communication between Jason and I. I shared it. Now I'm being ridiculed. It's a flip of a coin. I think of do you associate Claude Rains with Casablanca or Invisible Man? Yeah, I, I mean, or the third side of the coin. Do you not really know who Claude Rains is? Oh, he was a killer. He was great. He was in Notorious. Notorious, I believe, right? The the Hitchcock movie? I think so. Um, He's in a lot of stuff, though. Yeah. yeah. My, my girlfriend and I call it the Four Jorleys, but that's not the name of the movie. It's like Four Sisters or something. He's the oh, dad oh, of like- yeah. I've never- They I filmed it on the Warner Brothers lot. Like the house that's on this one corner is like their I've never seen- like, I, know, I think I know what you're talking about, we, we, we We were watching like all these old movies like when the pandemic started and like, yeah, Claude Rains is great. He is like, great. When, when we got that Universal- uh, license I was immediately just like asking if like oh when are we going to do like Edward Van Sloan I just started oh, naming yeah. like all of the like Uno O'Connor and like <laughs> wait um, who is Uno O'Connor Uno O'Connor she's she's like the crazy lady in Invisible Man that's like she works in the like in that bar oh. the restaurant and when she starts seeing stuff moving she like freaks out and I think right. she's in like they used her a few times like Ghost of Frankenstein or one of the later Frankenstein movies like she's always like like the like the old barmaid or something mm-hmm. but i just wanted to get the license like the yes. likeness rights for all of those like really 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 old like character actors that, yes oh, you wow. know everyone else just wanted like let's make dracula and frankenstein's monster boring and, you know but it was like oh, you we got to do like we got to do all the other characters that like you know are classic in the movie that like no one's ever done figures for yeah right? yeah but then you got to Find out who owns this, the estates and whatever. It's, that's part of your job, right? Sometimes finding it's and not, getting rights. Yeah, that's more of my my boss, Randy. That's more right. his job. But yeah, that's part of it when you're making figures is like, you know, you got to figure out like, because um, a lot of the time, you know, Star Wars, like Lucas got everyone's likenesses, sort right. of like he, he had that master plan for merchandising and mm-hmm. like every other movie is just not. Really doesn't lock structure. down not doesn't really those faces not re- like sometimes it does like we were able to do um oh well, like we could we did a bunch of rocky figures oh, from mm-hmm. the rocky movies but then like we can't do 
Carl Weathers from like Predator because it's oh. like the Predator movie. We can only do like Arnold and the Predators. Oh, okay. So every every movie's like structured differently, you know. But you've done Carl Weathers and wow, as, as Apollo, Apollo Creed. Interesting. Yeah. So, wow, wow, huh? Um, any other dreams in any other, that that just calls to mind that question? Like, like, like any property that like that's the one? I, Maybe I like unrealistic dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, unrealistic. It would be making like like Maria Ospenskaya and like mm. probably. Like, the, sure. like we're doing like we do mashup figures of like the turtles and the universal monsters like that's another mm. oh, subcategory wow. of yeah, like all the up, turtle Scott. stuff I and have, it's like those. don't point at like, me or make me do shit like, i'm not I'm a... oh, you know what you look if you <laughs> yeah. want to show it to me you look it up i do want to show it to you <laughs> but yeah there's there's a look lot of i don't know what like another dream license would be like um I've said a couple times, like I'd love to work on uh, a lot of it's just 80s stuff, you know, like yeah. the 80s cartoons that I liked, like Brave Star or Centurions, <laughs> like oh, okay. stuff like Thank that. Thank you for looking at those. Yeah. All right. They do look cool. That they is a cool. Raphael Frankenstein. I yeah. see. <laughs> thanks for putting, thanks for moving your fingers around. Yeah, of course. Well, this was just in the way, so it was hard for me to get there. <laughs> I, I can't I, imagine. It worth the though. journey to show me, It right? was. I agree. Trying to like all those old like now classic like B movies and stuff like like Ed Wood like Plan Nine from Outer oh, Space yeah. like there there's no there's no paperwork it's a miracle there's any prints it's, of those movies right left, you know Th yeah those are those are tricky or they can be tricky too because it is just such a mess sometimes to know who owns what and someone might have like distribution rights and then someone else is like retaining like oh yeah you know the 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 characters or the name or the story or something you know it's mm -hmm. like stuff gets like sliced up like a bunch of different ways and there's all kinds of disputes and sure know, even like the big budget like like let's say double indemnity it's like okay well we have to yeah. figure out what movie studio had that yep. and yeah what distributor and then we have to find who has fred mcmurray and barbara stanwick's license uh yeah uh, licenses you know my friend my friend was saying because i was really obsessed or i'm was am really obsessed with the idea of getting a really accurate aunt harriet figure from the 60s batman oh show. that's that's a dream of mine yeah that yeah. would be great yeah. <laughs> and i was like who owns the mad blake estate yeah my friend's like you know what you would be the perfect that's your perfect job is going to find out and talk to like madge blake's great granddaughter and convince her that we need to have a figure yeah. of her there there was we did we did a couple like batman 66 things a few years ago and because because mm -hmm. it that was one thing that it took warner brothers forever to like that was yes. a great example yeah. of like CBS on this or Fox on that. It was, ah. and they finally got it. We we had this list of like, um, these are all the actors that you can't like. There's Frank Orshin and like all the main characters, all the main villains. But they had likeness right approvals for a bunch of the guest stars, and they they gave us this huge list of every everyone we could potentially do. Mm -hmm. I'd love to go back and see if like Aunt Harriet was like yeah. on that list or not. Cause there was, there was a, it was some stuff. It was like, we were obviously never going to get to this, but that show just with all of the guest stars, I think it was just like a nightmare forever to, yeah. you know, to 
work out the likeness rights. My uh, dream is Liberace's character, Shondell. Shondell. Yeah. <laughs> we said it at the yeah. same time. Wow. I'm so glad you guys got together. This is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is, yeah. Uh, I found it real quick. Uh, 43% of out of 900 people voting said they would want a deluxe style Jason at 30 to $50. What were the, okay. other, the other choices? Uh, yes, basic style, like 15 to $25, 33%. And then no, I love Jason, but no, 24%. Okay. Oh, fair enough. So, but 50 still, bucks, we could get a lot of stuff in there. You make it really a lot of accessories. Oh, a lot of, a lot of items. Fun fi- yeah, it'd be a fun figure. What are the other so. Jason accessories? Slim Jim, snack cake, <laughs> you know? For, <laughs> well, what I, from what I understand in my limited knowledge about toys is that once the mold is made, we can do a lot of different variants of you. Sure. So and like, mash him up with the, all right, you know, with the turtles are mashed up with the classic monsters. He could be cla- mashed up with the classic monsters. Oh, so yeah. like an and we're doing monster monsters merger too, so. of, are you really? Well, we had mm-hmm. the, uh, we did the, the Rob Zombie one. Yes. Like, the Daniel, oh, I showed you. Yeah. Oh, Daniel so you're Roebuck. responsible for the Daniel Roebuck <laughs> <laughs> grandpa. We yeah, did yeah. an episode. The count, I mean. The count. Yeah. We did an episode about. The Late Shift, which, of course, Daniel Robick plays Jay Leno. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, because Scott and I specifically are obsessed with that movie. Um, and then we were just doing There's so much monster talk. And then all of a sudden, like eight months ago, it was like, did you know that Daniel Robick is playing Grandpa Munster? Because we did an episode about Grandpa's restaurant from oh, New York yeah. where he like was just a greeter at right. an Italian restaurant in yeah, New York. The, um, Billy um, West has got great stories about that place. Yes. So. Yeah, yeah. Those are really great. So yeah, that was shocking when we learned uh, that. So anyway, yeah, we'll we'll talk off air about getting the Jason in the tuxedo, Jason in the yeah. Uh, oh the, wait, his the the fake uh, prom tux, the fake oh, yeah, yearbook yeah, yeah. photo tuxedo, oh, yeah. and then separately the the tuxedo you were talking about earlier. Sure, mm-hmm. um, bathrobe. Bathrobe, Jason. Different soft good. Do we, get, do we get shirtless, Jason, from when you weirdly took your shirt off at that live show? Yeah. Well, we I kept saying I was going to change, and I just didn't. I was like, I don't think they I know I'm going to take my shirt off. <laughs> we can do a garlic scented one. You know? oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Get a Chuck E. Cheese sponsorship. You know? Yeah. Tie little little bits of slime, little covered in slime. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Ch- I, Chuck E. Cheese still around. It's not exactly the same as when we were kids, but I don't know that they're giving away garlic goo. Anymore for, well, for this free. is our chance. Have we to have to bring trip. it back. The only way we're, we're getting garlic goods out into the market again. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's too bad. When Sweet Tarts dared to combine sweet and tart, they thought, "Why stop there? Why not create other exciting and unexpected combinations like rainbows and ropes, or fruity and gummy, or chewy and more chewy?" That's why they created fun treats like Sweet Tarts Twisted Rainbow Ropes, Gummies Fruity Splits, and Chewy Fusions. When you dare to combine, it's sure to blow your mind. Sweet Tarts, dare to combine. Visit SweetTartsCandy.com to shop now. This episode is brought to you by Tinder. Look, cuffing season may be over, but ladies, you can still get on Tinder and have some fun. It's the place to find whatever you're looking for. Whether that's something serious, casual, or in between. Plus, Tinder has prompts and quizzes you can add to your profile to really help fuel the flame. Explore all the possibilities for yourself. Tinder, it starts with a swipe. Download Tinder today. Uh, Brett, could you bring up the picture? Uh, it says, I think it's, hold on. It says Canada's Wonderland Friends on it. Because I just think this is such a great picture. Yeah. Oh, look yeah. at that. Look at these friends. Well, what friends do we so, see? It's uh, we got we got Yogi, we got Scooby, we got Huckleberry, 
We got George, George Mastro. back there. Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw. Right? Jabberjaw is great. Jabberjaw was the best um, on the, uh, there was a carousel. Mm-hmm. And it was oh. all like Hanna Barbera characters, and like Fred was I like, there's a picture of us. There's like right? a caboose or something, but like you could just sit on Jabberjaw's tail, like it would sort of like curl over. Oh, that's a and good that was always like the character. number one like go to. I gotta get to Jabberjaw, and like kids would just like Brett Canada's Wonderland Mary Go is the name of the oh, file. We have it. a picture of it mm. um, here. But, so, um, also, some Jabberjaw paintings at the Dolphin Show. There it is. Oh. Yeah. See, so. Oh, you could, you're like you could sit on like Yogi's lap. lap. You could go to uh, uh, Fred's like caboose thing, oh but God. the Jabberjaw was just the greatest. You'd sit there and look up and have his like this huge mouth like, towering over you. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. So you can Dino's either sit on then. Yogi's lap, or Fred has some very I'll be honest modern looking car. Yeah, it doesn't quite fit with the yeah, and it says Scoobyville. <laughs> it's a car it's that a happy belongs place. somewhere they else. All, you know, they all get along. Here. They, they right. mix up regardless of what time period. It's like a from. weird MCU kind of thing where they're all they're all together. Yeah. yeah, Fred is kind of like peeping in the window of the car too, in a weird way. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not he's witnessing a murder. Yeah, he seems like he's caught in the act of looking <laughs> yeah. into this. Modern day uh, Scooby car or whatever. It's modern contraption. Yeah, he may be just confused by it. <laughs> Maybe. All yeah. right, Bob, you kill my wife and then I'll kill your li- wife and then we don't know each other. It's the full Flintstones strangers on a train. That was like going to be the second like Flintstones and Jetsons movie, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that full genre exploration. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah. Uh-huh. A train that has to be pushed. They They have to like... <laughs> they have to pull off the murder, but also push the train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it takes a lot of feet to do an entire train. train. <laughs> um, so, yeah, your favorite was the Jabberjaw oh, yeah. car. Great, far, yeah. great. What if we miss, like, rides-wise? Like, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, we're talking about a zillion things, but, like, is, it, is there anything where, like, well, if we're talking Canada's Wonderland, you can't let that pass? Oh, well, yeah, my, my favorite place to go was the uh, Smurf... Uh, Smurf Village or Smurf Forest, okay, something like that. And there was it was it was a little different than the one in Kings Island in Cincinnati. That I guess it, 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 there's almost I couldn't find hardly any pictures of the Smurf Village, huh. um, but I remember it being like a walkthrough, and um, it was all like indoors, and they had these little vignettes set up where you're like in the Smurf like village. And eventually you end up at Gargamel's castle and wow. it turns into like a fun house where like it's got crooked floorboards and everything. And, and so you're going through, the, you're creeping through these hallways that kind of zigzag around and like you just peek through these windows and there'd be like Gargamel and Azriel like making some potion or something, you know, and, and uh, there's like strobe lights and lightning and all this disorienting stuff. Um but yeah, it was it was like like you guys remember like the Viewmasters, you know, mm-hmm. had, they had the yeah. little discs. It yeah. was it was like walking through a Viewmaster because every room was just like one of these scenes. Wow, wow, you know, and it was just that to me was the it was the greatest thing. And it, like when you're outside, um, just walking around the Smurf Forest, there you know, there's like giant snails, so you you're like. The side, you're three apples high, like a Smurf. Oh, cool. <laughs> you're just yeah, transported smell. into this magical <laughs> world, and there's Smurfs like on the trees, like kind of hanging up signs and welcome to Smurf Village or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that area I loved as a kid, and then um, uh, 
boy, what was what was better than that? I can't think. Of that sounds great. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Was, Gargamel's castle was just like the coolest part. It was just so awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I, um, I didn't know yeah. they had that. There was there was a whole bedrock area. Uh, there was a they had they had like a an aquar like a little aquarium thing with like seals and I know I remember going there with my cousins one time and it was like the first time my cousin had seen like a seal and thought it was a guy in a suit because there was just no <laughs> way an animal could like. I don't know, play basketball or whatever, <laughs> whatever the, the, you know, it's just, but we were telling them that like, this is like a creature, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Do, uh, so. when, when you were like, did you ever, I guess since you were so little when you started going there, was it, did you get like bored by it ever? No, I don't ever remember really getting bored. It you, was, you always felt like the magic was there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I just found something that seems to be called the, the heritage kids. There's these. Did you ever? Oh, are these the giant head things yeah. that kind of yeah. look like Funko these are Pops. Horrifying. Those are really scary. Yeah, yeah big squarish heads. Yeah. They're kind of in the Cabbage Patch family, but the heads are massive Those, compared they, to them, and they look really like pensive and upset. Yeah, they're not upset. one of them is smiling. They look like precious memories. Oh, totally. Is that what they're called? Those yeah, ceramics yeah. and Cabbage Damn, and they're Patch. happy. Like, yeah, these guys are all like they're they they seem upset and they're all like side eyeing each other. Like, do you want to be here? No, do you want to be here? Yeah, Hell no. I, no. I remember that like the Hanna Barbera land. Those guys might have been in like another part of the park. Maybe? You stayed out of that I, territory. I that was like the yeah scary yeah. Yeah. area. I just oh, you never to... saw a heritage kid taking their head off backstage, <laughs> did you? <laughs> if I did, it's all like buried deep somewhere in yeah. the back <laughs> of my like, If you like unlock that. it, you'll just start screaming. It'll, yeah, it'll be yeah. like nightmares. Like that woman ending. in the lowest hobo. Yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. Oh, heritage kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are they still around, the heritage kids? I it's a not. bad sounding name. I hope they burnt those costumes. It sounds religious. I was going to ask if there, I, I forgot I had answered my own question. I was going to ask if there was a yogi's cave, but I think by the time you might have been going, that was it, flipped to the Smurfs it, area. Yeah, so that, I also, just looking up stuff for this um, for this thing, it was like, it it started, the first year or two, it was like yogi's cave, which yeah. I, I do not remember that at all. And then, yeah, probably by 83, maybe it had, they had, they had switched it over to like the the Smurfs. You get like blue ice cream. And yeah, all that oh, wow. kind of fun stuff. Oh, fun. So that stuck around. The Yogi's Cave at Kings Dominion stuck around until the nineties, and okay. I forget what eventually cleared it out. But the Smurfs were in another part of the park. So you like, had both. Yeah, so there for a time oh. there was both. Is the way I remember it. In That's my great. years developing. I object wish there's a couple pictures where you. It looks like they had. Um, like Ranger Smith's cabin and stuff. It looked like cool. I, I wish I yeah. remembered anything about that. I think a lot of Yogi that converted been, to Gargamel's house. Probably, the, yeah. The Smurf forest and everything, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But you know sometimes it's... you just wish you had a time machine and go back. To, oh, yeah. Sure. My God. That occurred to me that like, I yeah, I mean, we think that all the time, like to, you know, yeah, do we go to some amazing thing in history? No, I would like to see... Disneyland Tomorrowland in 1986 is what I would waste time machine for sure on like really specific theme park slivers. Yeah. But it definitely occurred to like what you got to early 80. I mean, you were really little then, but early 80s Toronto theme park. <laughs> I feel I would like this. This this would be in, in, in my top 10. Yeah, maybe. it was I in another just vague memory. I remember seeing like that live He-Man like stage show. 
I, oh, oh yeah, like, we did an episode about that. They, they have yeah. yeah, like I remember going to some kind of like live He-Man thing, and it just blowing my mind. It, like it was I I remember there was a there was like an act break or something where there's there's like a battle with like He-Man and Skeletor, and there's like some kind of freeze sword or something, and like Skeletor had this sword and like touched He-Man with it. He-Man froze. The whole stage just turned blue, like this mm. ice cold blue. It, like music, everything just stopped, and that was like intermission or something. And I was oh, just like, "Oh my froze. god!" Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I was like maybe five. I was just like, "What the hell is going to happen to He Man? Like, <laughs> are we oh okay? God. Are we? Are and are like, are we going to die? Yeah, now? Are yeah. we next? That's the, like so. that's what I that's like my moment seeing the turtles live when I was whatever little and like Shredder's like, "I've locked the doors, you can't get out." And then it was like intermission, <laughs> and we left. You get some popcorn. Yeah, and, and I was go like, wait a minute. He said, maybe he meant the other doors, like the outside doors. Like, yeah, yeah. Because I was trying to, yeah, been. make sense of what he just said. Because we went through the doors, but I was legitimately like, well, this guy's gonna kill us. Yeah, we're dead. <laughs> and you can now with the action figures, which I'm holding. Like I got mm-hmm. Michelangelo here. You could do dark coming out of our shells, where like, yeah, you, like okay, the intermission's over. You come back in. You come back in just in time for the monitor to turn on. And like, oh, good, you're here. And then he does shred Michelangelo's face. Yeah. Like you watch Michelangelo's <laughs> face get carved up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, all right, eyes on the screen, kiddies. <laughs> oh, my God. They're killing him in front of us. <laughs> it's really, it would be kind of a therapeutic thing, I think, because it's an unresolved issue uh, in my head. Closure. I think. Yes. Because yeah. I still was like, thought it was real and I didn't, I wasn't old enough to know. It wasn't. So maybe if I play out some of these nightmare scenarios, maybe I'll be a better adult man. Yeah. That's if what you... we're making this stuff for. Yeah, right. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> they help, they help therapy, you get yeah. over your childhood. They, certainly they don't make you stay in it forever. You know what? <laughs> Swim in it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just go in there and stare every night. Yeah. Not, nothing's weird about it. Lights um, on, boys. You know what? Do your show, turtle friends. Well, I just like, yeah, I'm not there at like 1 a.m. rearranging things. <laughs> That's not what I do. Well, no, no, no. Out here when there's an earth quake i always oh. stop and listen and like how many toys fell over like yes you know <laughs> oh sure oh this wasn't a bad one because it only heard like yeah yes. and sometimes i can pinpoint like i'm pretty sure that was like a spider-man that i knew was like kind of dangling on a ledge oh, or something right. right weak legs is it so, anyway so. yeah, yeah those ankle joints will go <laughs> you know yeah. what i'm trying to think the, the, you did the four turtles for the coming out of our shells uh in that video it's the is it the behind the scenes with your guy dave rubrek Oh yes, the, yeah, supermarket yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, so, we've talked about that too. You've so. talked That'd about a rubric. <laughs> that would be a oh, wheelhouse again. Oh, absolutely. It'd be the first, it'd be the first yeah. time my uh, my wife bought a, an expensive action figure. <laughs> so great, Dave Rubric. <laughs> yeah, and you could do variants, supermarket oh, sweep, Dave, and different sweaters, different sweaters. Yeah. Actually, doing just like generic, like trying to do like like the um you know not specific contestants, but like meld all the contestants. Oh yeah, just into, into a couple one. like base bodies or something. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and then do each type of sweater. Yeah, <laughs> yellow yeah. peach or I forget what they were, but <laughs> and, and they can all come with a different like you know like here's a, a big inflatable jolly green giant and that goes oh, for that's a great hundred dollars because you guys have done that where like the turtle wax you guys what called turtle wax to get the official yeah, yeah. rights we have to a, use it as a little yes. toy yep oh wow we did that so you could do this is easy oh sure this this is, is a good one. what can, were you gonna say though but there was something else with Rubrecht. Oh, I don't know. I was just saying all the versions. I, I think I said 
what I had to say about Dave Rubrecht. So, okay. Well, you could do, yeah, you could do Rubrecht on Supermarket Suite and Rubrecht, the behind the scenes host of the coming out of our I said Rubrecht. Was I saying his name wrong? I'm not sure. Rubrecht, Dave Rubrecht. Correct us. We'll accept it. We need to learn. He's we, an important figure. We need that to learn. That would be, I mean, uh, residual payments are such a crapshoot nowadays. That would be great for actors, you know? Just the the likeness rights for action figures, yeah. like another revenue stream, you know. Sure, yeah, and especially if yeah, you were ho you hosted a game show in the early '90s or mid '80s. And I'm sure all of those companies have protected you from having your image exploited. Yeah, sure. I'm sure you'll be completely <laughs> properly. You, you will get some money for the line of Emily reasons why not the two three episode Heather Graham sitcom. Mm -hmm. Her drama from the That's a 2000s. Poll. That's a good poll, wow. Jason. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yanks went deep for that one. Yeah, um, way in. You know, we talked um, so much about, uh, uh, let's finish, I guess finish up for now the thoughts on Kettis Wonderland, because we were talking also about you've been to Popeye Village. I have, yeah. So I think oh my God. at the very least, we'll <laughs> we say, haven't even got to We that. haven't even yeah. touched it, so we obviously will have to do it again. Yeah. But like, if there's any wrapping up thoughts about Kettis Wonderland, and then you did say there was a specific story about Popeye's Village, maybe you could tell. Oh yeah, yeah sure. So we um, can do that. So Canada's okay. Wonderland. Um, I, I Jason, facts. Do you have more facts? Oh no, I think I we touched you upon. Said the facts? I mean, it's Sorry, a big great. coaster park, and they was you know Hanna Barbera and Paramount, and you know coaster called the Bat, uh, where the TV ad. Uh, starred Joe Flaherty yep. from SCTV. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a hell of a get. Yeah, that's, that's cool. It's a Canadian yeah, great. Count Floyd or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's one of those great characters. And and I think radio ads with John Candy and maybe one of, maybe Levy mm. or one of the others. So uh, you're like the, you know, the Canadian comedy greats are represented yeah. by the and, park. Yeah, and, the first celebrity I ever met was at Canada's Wonderland. What was that? Kit. The car? The wow. car oh, hell yeah. <laughs> wow. He, he oh was there God. doing an appearance. Wow. For, it was some NBC day or something. And Whoa. yeah, Kit was there. And I got to like, I'm pretty sure I got to sit in the driver's seat. They had it. The door is open. You take a picture. I have a picture of that somewhere. I got to wow. show was he you guys. Did he talk? There was a David Hasselhoff, um, like on the dashboard TV, there was like mm. a loop of him uh, just sort of. Of David talking, not Kit. Or of Kit talking. No, no, of David. Okay. Of, yeah, Michael Knight. Wow. Gotcha. And then, wow. yeah, the A-Team van was there in the- Oh, jeez. Um, oh, the, they had all these at Universal Studios, but this is a whole other corporate- structure they had yeah. to make a special like the like the toys a special deal to get them over to canada's <laughs> yeah they took them across the border and like yeah wow. it was great yeah oh, yeah kit awesome. was like and i uh when i was a couple years, kit showed up at the mattel booth at san diego comic-con like i don't know a bunch of years ago uh -huh. and i was like Hey, dude, remember me? Like, I saw you at. <laughs> like, I met you at Canada's Wonderland uh, mm -hmm. in 1984 or whatever it was. You were always my favorite, but, Trevor. Yeah. I wondered well, when you would return. Yeah, I, I don't remember if there's any, like, if there's a William Daniels voice or not. There might have been. Or just a. That was definitely, like, yeah, they had that. That thing going on that yeah. light up front, but that yeah, that good, was great. That would be a good like donkey. You know, you have donkey at Universal, and he like there's a performer doing it. Yeah, if you could just have Kit, and there was a performer somewhere that would talk to people. Oh, it's like well at Universal, um, don't the Transformers do that? Like, yes, I think it's, like Megatron will like. There's a guy on a microphone that'll just like interact. Is it, is it recorded lines or is it actually somebody? With no, a it's mic? a guy. It is a it's guy. A guy. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Because yeah. it felt. 
I tried to say, I think I said I tried to say I love you to one of them, and it didn't feel like they reciprocated it. <laughs> Uh-oh. So that you're gonna need another the therapy toy. You're gonna have to go buy. A, yeah, buy a Megatron. And I wasn't even a Transformers kid. Oh dear. Wow. But the ride means so much to me. But now you yeah. you weren't a Transformers kid, but now your validation centers on, on uh, Optimus uh, being, Prime. Yes, being being seen by Optimus Prime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, it felt. I, that's how what I told myself is that it must be pre-recorded messages, so they wouldn't be able to yeah, say something that's... personal back to me. They didn't record and I love you because they thought you it'd be to... weird. They hadn't met me. I would show them that it's not weird. Yeah. So <laughs> that's how I got through the day for up until now. Mm, that's all so, been ripped wide open. Yeah. Uh, um. I I mean, yeah, I got nothing. To, I, I mean, I want to hear this Popeye Village thing. I'm sure we should wind it down, but yeah. Yeah. So well, so yeah. you went to, so we've talked, we did an episode, but we haven't talked about it in a while. If from the movie, the Robert Altman movie, Popeye, yeah. they built all these crazy sets in Malta, yeah. in Europe. They're still there. They're just there and they turned it into a part a theme That's, park kind they're of. They're still the, yeah, center. it's it's a it's a theme not a theme well, yeah, it's like a theme park like you yeah. pay an admission to get in and um there's about when I I went in 2019 like just right before right. the pandemic started. I was like October 2019 and uh we took a family trip out there cuz my last name is Maltese like my mm. my dad's dad he was from Malta, came to Canada. Um, wow. So we had always heard about Malta and just like never, my mom just, we should just, it was there, my mom, my parents like 40th wedding anniversary or something. And so she was like, let's go to Malta, like have a big trip wow. or whatever. So um, so I said, well, if we're going to Malta, we have to go to Popeye's Village. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that was the number one thing yeah, I wanted yeah. to do there. So um yeah, so we went and it was that was the last thing we did. We were there for two weeks and that was the last thing we did on the trip to, on the last day. And and uh we spent the day there and it was like it's seriously like the happiest place I've it was just, just really? the greatest place I'd ever been. Wow. Um there was just enough um it's not like one of those weird derelict parks where everything's run down and it's all shambly and like falling apart and stuff. Like there was just enough of like they were keeping it up. But just kind of barely, you know, there's like five people working there. And like, (laughs) um, it was just, it was just, it was just this wonderful place. And, uh, um, yeah, so we spent, we spent the day there. There was a guy's Popeye walking around, a guy's Bluto walking around. And then, um, I had like the, the pamphlet in my hand. Everyone was like, we were having lunch and I was like, oh my God, like the, the 115 puppet show is happening right Mm -hmm. now. I was like, I got to go. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, who's going to the puppet show with me? And they were like, we don't care. Like, no. So, so I, I just ran up the street. It's like, I think it's in, um, it's in the, the family room of, uh, um, of where olive oil lived. Like in the movie, it's like olive oil's house or something. Right. It's, at sure. the end, it's at the end of the street. With castor oil. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so there's this, so I, I walk into the already happening like puppet show and, um, and it was like me and a couple of kids and maybe like one parent was, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're just, it's <laughs> just the idea children. of like this puppet show happens like every half hour, <laughs> every day. Like there's maybe two people show up. Maybe there's just nothing going on. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and when I was like, oh, this is great. So they're doing these like Popeye voices and stuff. And then, uh, and when the show's over, the puppet, the puppeteers like come out from behind the curtain and it's just the guy in the Popeye suit. 
Like he was, <laughs> it, it was him wow. and, and the girl playing like olive oil or something were the puppeteers. So like he didn't change. No, they didn't change. So then, and when they were done, they put the puppets away and then they went back outside and did like photos with people. And then like, <laughs> you know, it was just like, it's just crazy. Wimpy was probably at the grill, like making hamburgers. Cause there's, wow. there's no one else that <laughs> no works, one else there. works there. And then we, I, I just, my friend is like a huge Popeye fan. And so I just, I pretty much bought up the entire gift shop when we left. <laughs> and like the guy was just like, no, this has never happened before. Like maybe <laughs> they sell like a spoon or a t-shirt. I bought like everything in there for me and all my Popeye obsessed friends. And uh, yeah, it was, it was just the greatest place. But, um, but yeah, so one of my friends, uh, he's, he's a buddy of, uh, of Eric Bowser's. They all work in animation together oh, cool. when we were in um when we were in college uh the only like art project my friend pez ever finished was painting popeye's face on the toilet seat of our apart <laughs> of our bathroom like our apartment so and it, he did such a great job it was cool and then more popeye stuff just started going into this bathroom and then um and then you know we moved and he like unbolted the toilet seat and took it with him. And this Popeye bathroom has like been with him in like every house he's lived in. Wow. And wow. it's just, and so more and more stuff is just like, that's just where all his Popeye stuff goes. And when I was at Popeye's village in Malta, I was like, there's an actual Popeye bathroom. I need to like take, cause I brought my Mezco toys and this is before the boss fight figures came out. So I was like in the bathroom, like, at Popeye's Village, like in Malta, taking photos to like, you know, get a nice framed, like beautiful Popeye mm -hmm. bathroom photo for <laughs> my friend's Popeye bathroom in Toluca Lake or where mm -hmm. Silver Lake, wherever he lives now. Um, Is this the photo you sent me of the, the Popeye bathroom? The ba yeah, the bathroom. I think that's the second or third version of that bathroom. Okay. Uh, Brad, um, I have in the Popeye folder, it says Popeye bathroom, but for some reason it's not loading. So maybe we'll have to just put it in later, but I have it on yeah. my phone here. There's a Popeye. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there, so that's yeah. So that's from both. That's oh like both God. sides. So it's, <laughs> the sinks wow. over there. Much, but there's like like big towel, and then he's on the shower door. <laughs> but then figures he on works, every single yeah. nook and cranny of the. Wait and wait and the camera is blocking. Oh, I see the toilet seat. Says, that's the original toilet seat with the Popeye. That's spin it. it was the best Popeye spinach. The 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 garbage can is a spinach can that he he decorated. Well, it's not he decorated it to, to look like spinach. To look yeah. like a spinach can. They look wow. great. Um, it's a bonkers space. Yeah, he he did like I think those are like custom like vinyl, you know, stickers that he put on the on the shower door and everything. Wow. So, but yeah, he's like obsessed with um with Popeye. And I t I told him I said the Popeye's Village is so amazing. Like we need to just go back there. Like it's yeah. Like Malta is a really fun place to visit, mm -hmm. but it's just the the icing on the cake is just going. His sweet haven, right on yeah. the coast. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Sweet haven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Popeye. Oh. I cannot say enough good things about Popeye's Village because it is just like the craziest place. Damn. Is that your favorite um, theme park on the planet Earth? <laughs> it's yeah it's it probably now that i've actually been there and like mm -hmm. yeah it's probably that canada's wonderland's great kennywood is great mm -hmm. oh, okay. um and then yeah popeye's village is just like the greatest place i've ever been wow <laughs> damn we got a good vibe so, i mean looking mm -hmm. at like big you know big plates of 
pasta and yeah. uh, weird like shit, you know, all the, the, the Popeye gang dancing to the Trolls song and all oh, that. Beautiful. <laughs> we've, we've thought about it for years since we did the episode. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, I guess rightfully so. It's so worth it, like just going out. There's there's yeah. a lot of cool stuff to see in Malta and, and it's such a small, it's like three islands, but they're, you can get around them like real quick but um yeah, yeah yeah the popeye's village is just like that's the greatest place ever how i be, be honest though how was the bathroom the bathroom was okay i'm glad that i got um my pictures before there was like a father and son that walked in on me <laughs> <laughs> and i'm glad i was like finishing up with my photos like by the time they got in because i didn't know how i was going to explain that whole stupid story i just told you like Brett, I, think so I, have I have a friend uh he uh look there's a whole thing yeah Popeye's he's got Village a bathroom toilet picture i think i have here if you see it under that list or so you sent me a lot of photos that were just yeah so yeah, yeah so that was the best wow. photo i got of the actual i mean it's just kind of a regular bathroom but yeah, yeah it's but um, it's popeye in like a uh you know semi-clean looking bathroom yeah, yeah. there he is <laughs> excellent focus shift uh oh thank you yeah, yeah. yeah. uh-huh yeah. um well we'll have to talk about popeye village some other time more in depth I guess so, uh, um, but uh, I mean, what a wonderful journey from from there to Canada's Wonderland to the world of your your wonderful turtles toys. Uh, Trevor Zammy, you survived podcast the ride. Oh my goodness, uh, mm-hmm. this has been wonderful. Let's exit to the gift shop. Anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I feel like we just maybe the littlest hobo is that on DVD I guess, now? Yeah, I mean it's all on it's all on YouTube. <laughs> is it stream? Yeah, it is streaming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it might be on a more legit streamer, but I, but I yeah, I've only watched it on YouTube and nobody's pulled any of it. And and yeah. if that show sounded interesting to anyone, I'll, I will say the way I my way in, and I swear I wasn't even looking for this. It just happened to be the first one that I put on, and I was like, "You're kidding! This is where I landed." It's an episode where there's a uh, there's a kid in a wheelchair oh and he's in a frisbee competition mm-hmm. and I forget but I, I like there's there's some drama with I think he was in a car accident and now another one is forming now he oh. like maybe is going to get I don't more paralyzed oh, I don't God. know he's heading down a hill the the wheelchair is out of control Mac and me style pre Mac and mm-hmm. me and hobo knows what to do he has to stop this and then cut to what it can only be that the makers of Lil's Tobo just threw the dog at the kid in the wheelchair. Really? Because the kid, the oh, dog's no. just midair and just wow. collides it's like it, really sloppily it's with like the wheelchair. It's like a dog. They kid. didn't have like a puppet dog no, or dummy. No, no, it's just the dog. Oh dear. I, I so I hope uh, I hope he was fine. I hope they didn't have to get an, another London uh, London to get, too. But then like, yeah. <laughs> London a, was a good sport. He was good sport. Yeah, you know, he cared to. about the craft, the he, work. He would you know? have loved, he loved, he'd be so happy that he went out doing a stunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if that wasn't enough for you that this crazy thing happens, that like the kid has, it's either a, an older friend or an older brother, and he's kind of like a, like a doofy Canadian teen, yeah? And Mike Myers. One of Mike Myers' first appearances. Wow, really? Wow. Yes, yeah, yeah, like 15. So he just is Wayne. Because he, like, right. like just, he's, he's so much more Canadian and just kind of like a little bit burnout. And yeah, he's in this... Uh, this this crazy dog show wheelchair kid episode. Oh, wow. great great half hour of television. So yeah. I support your plug. Okay, <laughs> we got to do more little Estobo content. Oh please, on the show yeah. too. I'm so I really thank you show. for yeah yeah. Uh, we're, we're we're looking for any. We just the other day we we're saying the show is now going to be about the ghost dog show Topper. 
I think now mm. it's gonna like maybe uh. it's just a catch-all premise for all of the various old dog shows. I, I just <laughs> this is like a little weird, but I just bought there's I just found a movie last night just scrolling through IMDb. My girlfriend and I are like obsessed with Melrose Place right now. Oh, really? <laughs> we just started season six. Wow. Okay. And, oh, cool. Um, you know, there's always you guys might know about some of this. We have this theory because we'll we're watching these episodes and there'll be some guest, you know, actor for for whatever. Oh, this guy I know he's from Seinfeld or something. We start looking up their credits and like everyone that was on Melrose Place, you know, was probably like had a guest spot on like 90210 mm. but then they were also they were always on star trek like next gen or voyager oh and huh. they were always like a character on seinfeld and it was like there's oh really so so there must wow. have been some casting crew or uh -huh. like a company director, that yeah that was just using the same bunch of people right wow um what but triangle um but two of the guys two of the people from melrose place jack wagner and uh princess vespa from because uh, i don't i don't know her real name yeah. uh from Spaceballs. they were in a dog movie together in 2003 called it has multiple names so you know it's good <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> but it's called release. like it's on the dvd cover it's called dog gone Whoa. But then there's, it has, it's part of a series of like ghost dog movies, I think. <laughs> and, uh, and, but I just, anyways, a long story short, I just bought this DVD last night on eBay. Uh, dog Gone. Yeah. Wow. But it's like, that's, there's almost nothing for it. Cause like Dog Gone's been a few other movies right. like over the years. Oh, Daphne Zuniga. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Is so. this Jack Wagner did the song, All I Need. Do we know? All mm -hmm. I Need. Oh, just a no. little more time. Maybe uh, I he's, think, I feel he's like, like a soap actor. He's great. Mm -hmm. uh, a, a graduate of the Universal Tour Guide program. Oh, really? Which I was. I did the tram tour, and yeah. they would say, like, you know, uh, there you you can move on from this to a successful film and television career. Perhaps you've heard of Jack Wagner. Oh, wow! <laughs> really? the, the star of Dog Gone. <laughs> <laughs> the the ma the catchphrase on this DVD cover is uh, "This old dog just." learned some new tricks oh that's so you, they didn't really go very far <laughs> no for that. Uh, it, just, yes, it writes itself you know <laughs> what's the so just quick google a dog phrase God, take the first results put it on the poster there was there was some dog movie that norm mcdonald did it did the voice of the dog Oh, oh yeah, yeah. and it's just like the laziest. Like, it just it was probably another weird, like a Canadian production. And Norm was like, eh, "Okay, I'll do it." The world of dog. There probably is an entire podcast about dog movies. Yeah, <laughs> some of them are too unwatchable. I mean, there's there's it. a subgenre of just Christmas dog movies. You know, yeah, you're you, right. That's its own, which know. is the Venn diagram of because certainly Christmas movies is a whole thing. Yeah, it's and its then own dog thing. movie. And there is yeah, you're yeah. right. There's probably like a hundred yeah. Christmas dog movies. Our friend John is in the wrestling dog movie Russell Mad. <laughs> where he wrestles a dog. Russell Madness. Really? Yeah. Did they try to get WrestleMania? Yep. And it was like too close. Yep. 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 That is exactly what uh, happened. 100% yeah. what happened. They tried WrestleMania. <laughs> they, WWE said no. <laughs> not happening. Does he suplex or like yeah. um, frog splash? Uh, he, Jack splat? Russell Terrier. I believe he splashes off the top rope a Jack Russell Terrier. Oh, okay. Macho oh Man God. does that on the Weird Al show. Oh yes, you, like yes, he, I've seen that clip. He, he yeah. drops the elbow on like a, I don't know, like a little, a little animal. chihuahua <laughs> Saturday or like some morning tiny... weird Al show. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. Wow, wow, jeez, so. a lot of dogs get. This is the runner at the end of the episode. It's dog peril, real or not. <laughs> I think both of those dogs were much better off than London was in that 
wheelchair stuff. Yeah, I think described. early 80s, there's no gracefulness to throwing the, the dog full tilt yeah. into this wheelchair. There's, there's that classic clip from uh, No Holds Barred where like in the background, there's just like they're riding down the street on like motorcycles and in the background, there's a guy just tossing a dog. Like, oh my God. Geez, <laughs> just, I don't think I've seen that. Actually. Oh, really? Yeah, there is. Yeah, it's. That's, yeah, it sounds bad. Yeah, oh, it's really bad. Because yeah, yeah. it's just, it's so like, what is happening? Like, yeah. Yeah. Wow, geez. Uh, um, okay, well, again, uh, <laughs> what good a to have you. Now that we've discussed some bizarre oh, dog scenarios, uh, uh, no, so, uh, so, great, so great having you. Thanks for your, your, your memories. Oh, yeah, this was fun. In-depth uh, extra figure discussions. Uh, as for us, you can find us on all the socials at Podcast The Ride. Uh, hey, come see us at Podcast The Ride's Big Vegas Groove Blender, Saturday, mm-hmm. July 22nd in Las Vegas, uh, we promise a lot, a lot of fun, and no dogs in peril. That's no, the podcast, no. the ride vow. Uh, and you can get tickets at thespacelv.com. Uh, and for three bonus episodes every month, check out podcast, the ride, the second gate, or get one more bonus episode in our VIP tier, Club Three. All of that at Patreon.com/slash Podcast The Ride, which is also where the Popeye Village episode yeah lives. paywall it's on behind a paywall uh man man we gotta we gotta bust it out make sure mm-hmm. the world know now that we know how great it is it's, it's yeah one of the best parks in the world it's amazing it's the okay. best place in the world maybe but, yeah could be mm-hmm. all right <laughs> forever dog this has been a forever dog production executive produced dog. by mike carlson jason sheridan scott gardner brett boehm joe cilio and alex ramsey For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.